Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I'm David Bass. And thank you for listening. David, yes. how you doing? I'm in a celebratory mood. Now, why is that? Because we're observing a milestone is here it? today. Yeah. All right. It's a, what do you mean, is it? Yeah, 600. It's a nice round number. That's true, yeah. Yeah. We do this every 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. See, normally... Oh, jeez. When an episode number is divisible by 10, most of the time that means... We're doing a profile every 10 episodes, every 10 mm-hmm. weeks. We profile a director or an actor or a cinematographer, a costume designer, whatever we want to do. But every 50 weeks, right. we say, wait another 10 weeks, uh, Madeline Kahn. Right. Um, we, we're going to celebrate with our, yeah. with, our, with our funny friends. We're going to sort of profile us every 50 weeks and celebrate us. And, uh, see, that's our, not how I see it is every 50, 50 episodes, we have two comedians on so that you and I can basically take the episode off. It's not always comedians. I guess it usually it is. It usually yeah. is. Yeah. It's, it's usually, hey, who do you know, the, uh, the listeners like? And they don't like these dumb actors or these directors <laughs> or these... They certainly don't like fellow critics. So, yeah, get the comedians Our on. Critics. Huh? Our fellow critics. Not I assume, their fellow critics. No, I assume only critics listen to this. Oh, okay. And they, okay. hate, they hate themselves. Yeah. Why else would they do it? Um, anyway, okay. FCBC. Uh, for critics, by critics. Oh, man. Can we, is it too late to change the name <laughs> of the podcast? I'd have to change these mouse pads, but... Uh, <laughs> Or it, but that's good because then I, when I buy the new ones, I could actually get a fourth since we actually have four mics. I don't know why. Oh, one could say five mics. Hey, hey. come on. Can we speak? Our, I don't know if we can speak. Uh, yeah. Technically, no. I was pointed yeah, at. If you want to say it, it, it pointed that. at, you yeah. can speak. Okay. Sorry. Um, just avoiding eye contact <laughs> until you totally say my name. Uh, you know how we could afford another mouse pad? How's that? If we uh, accept some money from people who want our listeners to buy shit. So are you talking about like if this? If this episode was brought to the listeners by somebody, yeah, yeah, David, I've got good news for you. It's brought it's brought to the listeners by several, um, including Mubi, a curated online cinema that brings its members a handpicked selection of the best independent, international, and classic films. Every day, Mubi's curators introduce a new title, and you have thirty days to watch it. That means there's always thirty wonderful films to enjoy, all for only eight ninety nine a month. Plus, when you use their mobile apps, you can download films to watch offline. Currently available on Mubi are several films by filmmaker Alberto. Uh, Cavalcanti? Yeah, that sounds right to me. A Brazilian director, initially known for his avant-garde and documentary work, uh, he eventually began making films in the UK and France, including his 1947 film, The Life and Adventures of Nicholas Nickleby, adapted from the Charles Dickens classic. I'm a fan of Nicholas Nickleby, basically any adaptation of it. I've not seen this one. I've heard it's great. Uh, And I didn't write this down because somehow I didn't believe it, but I don't know why Mubi would lie to me. uh, (laughs) That... Up until that point, and I think even since, it's the only actual British adaptation, like for the for film. They've done miniseries and stuff, but like the only film <laughs> British film adaptation of Nicholas Nickleby. Oh, like it's okay. been uh, American and, and other countries. But anyway, so yeah, uh, so that along with uh, other films by Alberto Cavalcanti are available on Mubi right now. And there's a special offer for listeners of Battleship Pretension. You can try Mubi free for a month. Just go to Mubi.com, that's M-U-B-I.com slash Battleship to redeem now, or click on the ad on the left-hand side of BattleshipPretension.com. Uh, yeah, yes, okay, you, should well, go, you should go next. Yes, okay. All right, <laughs> so continue. we do have, for uh, for the next four weeks, we do have a, a, another sponsor. It is a, a film called Broker 2. 
uh, two is in the number, not T-O-O. It's not right. a look who's talking situation. Right. This is a sequel um, to Broker. It, regardless of what I, I gave them the suggestion that they uh-huh. should go with T-O-O, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, Broker 2 is a thrilling dark comedy about a small town serial killer just trying to make it in the Big Apple. After starting a relationship with non-murderer Sarah, he must fend off a rival organization of serial killers and eventually question his way of life. Will he keep up his murderous ways, or is he just another small fish in a big pond? Broker 2 is currently in production, but it needs your help to become a reality. Backer incentives include a copy of the film, props and costumes from the film, and even the opportunity to eat ice cream with the director. <laughs> uh, just go to, and I know the director, he's uh, he's a good guy, uh, and uh, he did a podcast for a while, and he's I'm actually very excited for this film. Okay, so here's how you can help. Just go to seedandspark.com slash fund slash broker two or click on the ad at battleshippretension.com. Seems they like the sent, easier way to do it. Yeah, they sent me the ad. It's uh, harrowing. <laughs> it's a very creepy-looking ad. So uh, you're not going to miss it if you go to battleshippretension.com, and there's any, there's any number of reasons to go. Uh, but yeah, and then don't worry about seeing Broker 1. Death starts at 2. That's what he told me to say. I don't even know what it means. Like 2 o'clock, I guess? <laughs> yeah, death starts so. at 2, and then you got to get over to the dentist at 2.30. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the kind of thing that keeps us going for 600 episodes. Yeah. Your dumb jokes and my just general exasperation. Um, also, our sponsors keep us going. So that's the true. third and final one that I want to tell you about is tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors. They look great. They sound great. Tyler and I both use them each and every day of our lives. Uh, today, I was listening. Um, Tyler, you know that I like um, some of the heavier metal music. Um, yes, and when you phrase it that way, it's it's... It just well, goes without saying. Yeah, I don't. The I heavier don't, metal music. I don't like. I don't like uh, fronting like I'm a real metalhead. I just like. I like metal, but I don't want to claim that I'm a metalhead. Fair. And one of the things that is weird about liking metal is telling someone the name of a band that you're into and they have a really stupid name but um a band that i've been listening to for over a decade that is legitimately one of my favorite bands of all time has a new has new music out this week they're called pig destroyer it's a stupid name but i love them and i'm always very excited when there's new pig destroyer music so i was listening to pig destroyer this week stop uh, saying it and uh, it sounded great on my tweakedaudio.com earbuds uh these earbuds are available at a low low price at tweakedaudio.com but if you use the offer code pretension at checkout you get one third off that low low price and no shipping charges so go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code pretension this episode is brought to you in part by noom forget one size fits all diets with noom you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle no food is off limits enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Tyler? Yes. Who is joining us for our six to 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 welcome in six hundred episodes to ring in the new ring in is probably whatever good, um, the ring in the new uh, 
century of episodes. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you're overestimating how long you and I are going to be around, but that's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, uh, as you mentioned, we uh, regularly have comedians on the show every uh, 50 episodes, and this episode is no exception. Uh, we have Brandy Posey and Mike Siegel. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for coming. It was all you could do not to just, I just wanted to jump in there on Broker, on Pig Destroyer. <laughs> I know. I've had uh-huh. so many How thoughts. How do you let that go? <laughs> now, is that Broker as in stockbroker or as in like more broke? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I, don't know. Uh, that, I guess you'll have to f- help fund the film to find <laughs> out. Okay. Maybe it's a serial killer that becomes a hitman, and that's how he goes from being broke to unbroke. Well, he is in okay. the Big Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Rent is very high is. in Manhattan. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard it's too damn high. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. That, that, that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yes. mustache guy? Jimmy, Jimmy something or other. Yeah. But. What kind of ice cream are they getting with the director? Oh, that's that. I actually really... wanted to know that. Like, yes. is, it, is it go to his house and he's going to like get a scoop of like blue? Uh, what did I have? Yeah. So, I, I forget uh, ice, cream, ice cream brands. Is Jenny. it a scoops? Is this a Rite Aid? Like, what, what level sure, of friendlies. a gelato? He hasn't told me. What yeah. if you're so lactose intolerant? speculate and then he has to adhere to it. Okay. I'm going to say thrifty brand ice cream. Great. Uh, The only flavor you can get is the only one that matters, which is, of course, chocolate malted crunch. Ooh, that uh, sounds good. Although their their rainbow sherbet is pretty good, too. Uh, Are these the big tubs with the handle? Yeah. The bigger, the better. Uh, That's what I say. Yes. (laughs) You know what... When I was, a, my wife has made fun of me for uh, pig destroyer for being an old man. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. no, being an old man in a lot of ways. <laughs> old men don't a, listen to pig destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite ice cream flavor, even as a kid, is such an old man flavor. But I loved and continue to love butter pecan ice cream. Oh, that's a winner. It's great. It's fantastic. It's, it's weird, I think, for a six or seven year old to be like, "Ooh, butter pecan." <laughs> yeah. Do you just put a Werther's on top yeah. of it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. My my wife, uh, God love her, she loves loves a good just vanilla cone. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. Sure. It's and and she get, what's more she gets very excited about it as well. Like, "Oh, vanilla cone." She's like, "Look, I guess I understand it's ice cream." So, yeah. who doesn't like ice cream? But you have picked the least ice cream thing you can uh-huh. while it's still officially being ice cream, which is vanilla in a non-sugar cone. Uh, I actually have heard someone say, I don't like ice cream, which is like the, the most bizarre. Yeah. What else do you hate? Fun? Yeah. Puppies? <laughs> love? Yeah. Keep that opinion you weirdo. Yeah, just, yeah. Come on. You're bumming me out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awful. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't tell me that. Wait, aren't you the one with no taste buds or something? <sighs> oh, yeah. He's likes... Uh, peanut butter on toast. <laughs> First he off, likes... I haven't had peanut butter toast in a very long time, in probably seven years. Oh, okay. Well, when so, I were you still getting it out of your teeth? <laughs> Is that why? I'm almost there. Okay. We had to pull a couple of teeth in order to get to it. But yeah. Yeah, when, the listeners know this, but it's always fun to to make fun of Tyler. Um, <laughs> when we lived together, he ate mostly peanut butter on toast mm-hmm. uh, and tombstone pizza. Pepperoni, tombstone, please. Pepperoni tombstone. pizza, but you take the pepperonis off. Mm. I would eat the pepperonis, but, but I didn't eat them all all at the same time. Yeah, it's a weird, like, ritual that you had where you would... Yeah. Yeah, I, you I, I, I All at the same time. Well, what do you like, mean? You, you wouldn't, like... Okay, so I would eat... Okay, so I'd have a pepperoni pizza in front of me. I would take yeah. the pepperoni... Take a pepperoni off, eat it, 
and then take the other one off, eat it, and then it's like, okay, this slice is now ready to be consumed. So you treat, I would not have it. You, you treated know. each oh. slice as a cheesy charcuterie plate. I see. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're creating courses for yourself. Yeah, I like it. I, it's yeah. very classic. Look, when you're in college, it's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta make, this last. make the most of it. Yeah. Yeah. A one-course meal has now become a two-course meal. Mm-hmm. And very then I can fancy. go back to, you know, making regretful decisions, although I guess that probably wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the word, though I hate it, in the same way that you hate the names of bands you love, uh-huh. um, I hate that this thing is called Super Taster. It yeah. sounds so fake, but it's not. It's officially the thing. It's, it's not thing. that I have no taste buds; that my taste buds are overdeveloped. Every everybody else, like when you're a kid, you're very oh, picky, yeah, uh, with texture and various other things. But then your taste buds kind of deaden a little bit, and you can try new things. Uh, mine did not, mm-hmm. and so uh, I tend to like very bland things. And in fact, it's actually think about that. Okay. I've said this before. (laughs) You're like, if Superman decided not to help people, you have a gift. (laughs) You should be a food critic. Do you want me to be like like a a wine wine expert? Yeah. 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 That's what you should be doing. You should be taking sips of wine and telling me about like the, Oh, I taste rubber and raspberries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. David, I'm way ahead of you already. If you need to know where to go for the best chicken strips in Los Angeles, (laughs) I can tell you. And it's, Friendly's ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, that's for sure. I could never oh, eat another chicken strip friendlies. for the rest of my life. would be fine. What's wrong with a nice chicken strip? I like chicken with the bone in. Because oh. without the bone in, it's, uh, it dries out too easily. Oh, oh you forget like you're eating an animal. <laughs> you got to yeah, remind it. Yeah. I need I a carcass left over. Yeah, so that's a lump I, of flesh. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> well, David, look, I get what you're saying. This is why it's important to eat the good ones. So if you go to... Arsenal, which is a bar on Pico, it has, in my opinion, okay. the best chicken strips in Los Angeles. Right. I will have to take you up on that. I wow. Not too far. But yeah, that's right. I like um, cool. I'm gonna check that out. I too. guess I like Popeye's chicken strips, but I'm still probably gonna go with the the chicken with the bones. So it's it. not uh, that it's not that you're opposed to chicken. It's the chicken oh, strip chicken. specific. Okay. Yeah. The idea. Uh, I also hate when places like your. Buffalo Wild Wings, whatever, offer like a boneless wing variety. It's like that's, well, not, that's, a a that's not a wing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's See, what it is. Yeah. And I hate chicken wings so much that if I, I go it. to a place and it's huh. it's a lot of work. For not is a it, lot of payoff. It, <laughs> oh, there's, there's a lot of payoff. Is then you're going to the wrong place. You gotta learn how to do them right. I ate guinea pig once. That was a lot of work. <laughs> for no payoff. Where did, where did you eat guinea pig? Peru, uh, which is actually very, it's a delicacy down there. But how it, is if that you, served? Um, they put it over a spit. You, you yeah, can't see it on. Uh, if you've had like, um, I don't know, Cornish game hen or okay. rabbit or something like that, it's very much like that. So a lot of small bones. But it's yeah. a lot of work for not much meat. Mm-hmm. But it, so like, that's a little seen, payoff. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I don't know if it was on the Andrew Zimmern or something, but like literally, like at like a food stand that had a bunch of a bunch of like spits essentially with oh yeah cooked mm-hmm. guinea pig on the end of them, and you just yeah eat it I've off had like that. you're at the fair or whatever. Asia had. Um, I had squid served that way, and I also had like the insects, but in a big kind of bowl. But they stir fry them, and that stuff I've, like had, that. I've eaten insects before. Which uh, ones? Uh, actually, in, on purpose? Yeah, in, okay. in New Orleans. He's riding the, his bike. Yeah. <laughs> so New Orleans, uh, Louisiana, um, has uh, I think it's literally called an insectarium. It's an, it's like an aquarium, except it's all bugs. The entire building is bugs. <sighs> oh, my um, skin is crawling. <laughs> Even you saying yeah. that, I feel them on my skin. <laughs> <laughs> they have a bar, um, that's supposed to be like a 
desert type setting that has a glass floor with like a desert under it and there's just bugs underneath the floor. Wait, and they serve bugs there too? So there is one part of the back you can go and there's like a kitchen and you can have like grub salsa or like a bunch of different like I just uh, foresee some sort of deep blue sea super smart bug (laughs) scenario happening at that place that I want to kill myself. I would say it would make a good horror movie except it already is. Like the bugs don't even need to get loose for you to be terrified of them. You know what they let you do? I think maybe they let you do this or maybe I just tried to do it and wasn't allowed but they I think I was allowed to touch a Madagascar hissing cockroach um, which are a hissing cockroach they don't actually hiss I guess they have like a wing type thing that like makes the noise someone listening knows about insects and knows that I'm completely wrong maybe it is a hiss (laughs) but they make a hissing sound almost like cicadas like oh okay yeah Um, and they're massive cockroaches I touched one I don't know if I was supposed to actually but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I just went rogue at the insectarium yeah Yeah. shouldn't have stepped on it it was probably like (laughs) forbidden in the museum yeah you've got a curse on you now Uh, yeah I like the insectarium what was the uh, movie that I can't think of where like an ocean of bugs came out of a woman's mouth that was like a horror movie? Uh, I can't I think th- of that. I do know that I believe in Creepshow 1 or 2. Uh, E.G. Marshall? Okay. From 12 and yes. right? Uh, is like this this rich guy who's like terrified of germs and bugs and then... That's what I'm thinking And of. then he dies and I don't know exactly. It doesn't make a lot of sense to be honest with you. No, of course But then not. his corpse is yeah. just laying there and it is then just filled with cockroaches that just like pour out of his mouth. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Creep show. Yeah. Okay. I used to love that movie as a kid, but I don't think it aged well. Probably not. No. If I <laughs> I'm going to gonna guess. guess it didn't age well. <laughs> isn't there like Stephen King's in it? Uh, Play the guy who finds the, yeah. the meteor. Always best to cast him in a role. <laughs> He's uh, an odd looking dude. Though. I thought you were referring <laughs> to sure. the mummy from the nineties. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think like, but that's Brendan Fraser, the only mummy that I recognize. I do, not, I do not recognize the Tom Cruise mummies. Or no. Boris Karloff. No. <laughs> um, I only recognize the Brendan Fraser mummy. Yeah, the, the, um, uh, yeah, the Tom Cruise mummy movie sucked, but yeah. saving grace is that it had a uh, hot lady mummy yeah. as the lead mummy, played by Sophia Botella, who was on my plane back from Toronto just two days ago. Whoa. Oh, all right. Cool. Did you say, hey, good job in that mummy movie? Uh, no, I didn't say anything. Oh, you should have. Uh, to but, uh, yeah, that was cool. Anyway, um, yeah, I, okay. Uh, I have a question. Okay, because I was going to go all the way back to ice cream. Okay, uh, <laughs> I have well, more about ice cream. What do I want to ask you guys? Oh, you got a follow up. I, I'm sticking with uh, I'm sticking with food here. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a question for the table, but we also have a, a noted world traveler, as I mentioned. <laughs> David just, you know, as I mm-hmm. mentioned, David just came back from Toronto. I'm joking. Oh, Toronto. I'm, I, uh, Actually, I've never been. You've never been. To, it's the Can one you place that? you haven't been. Can you believe that? I've never been to Toronto. Been to Vancouver. Been to Montreal. Been to. I've been to PEI. Yeah, in Canada, Whoa. but I've just never. Uh, That's Prince Edward Island. Prince okay, Edward yeah, Island. One of the uh, provinces. Yeah. Thirteen uh, provinces. I, the somewhere. word. I don't know anymore. Delicacy. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, because it usually, based on my love of Survivor, uh, anytime they have like a food challenge, they're like, this is a delicacy here. It's like, well, this is a nightmare place. People. Yeah. So the word delicacy, what does it actually mean? I think most people use it in a way that it's unique to wherever you're at. And okay. It's, it's, it's considered mm-hmm. kind of a treat wherever okay. you're at. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so my next question. I'm going to follow up to his question. Yeah. What's an American treat that would be considered a delicacy? Like, 
to other cultures. Like, gushers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, gushers. A friendly are. fribble. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah something that's, uh, yeah. By delicacy, usually it applies as exclusive to that place, too. So mm-hmm. Like, American food, whenever I see anywhere around the world that say, it's an American restaurant, it's always just burgers and yeah. fries and that kind of stuff. But we have, like, I, I mean, everything comes from somewhere else, but we have soul food is, like, a pretty... Yeah, I mean, like specific like indigenous fried food. okra. I mean, maybe fried okra things like barbecue delicacy. and soul food are usually that. Yeah. Things mm-hmm. like uh, like New England clam chowder or something yeah. like that, and a big Thanksgiving dinner. That's a that's a pretty yeah. American thing to do. Yeah, that's I know, I know for sure that other countries do have chicken strips. I have no, ordered. <laughs> I've ordered some. Don't you worry about that. I but think turkey is rare around the world. Turkey is very you don't find oh. too much of it. Huh. Do you know what the most consumed animal in the world is? I was gonna say chicken. It's the goat. Is it? The Wait, really? That's what I read. Okay. Uh, but anyway, Americans know. don't eat much goat. Yeah. I, like, I like goat. Yeah. I like. Uh, I think birria. I got it. Uh, I can't roll my. I, I can usually roll my R's. <laughs> I failed to roll my R's that time. Bir, birria. Birria. Um, birria. It's it's an it's an odd placement in the yeah. word. Yeah. Um, but that you, you mentioned naming uh, clam chowder, and there's something that I think uh, we don't tend to think about. I guess like American food. There's yeah. There's New England clam chowder. There's Tex-Mex. There's mm-hmm. barbecue in different kinds of barbecue in different places. Like and yet we tend to think like oh Mexican food is it? <laughs> is it people like yeah, Mexico yeah. or China? Like we think of mm-hmm. like these are enormous places. They're not eating all the same thing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere else, I think. Um, Wildly enough, when I whenever I meet expats around the world and, and I ask them what they miss most about. America, and the one thing that's always number one or two is always Mexican food. Uh-huh. It's not like oh. burgers or anything. You can get a burger anywhere, but yeah, like yeah. good Mexican food, Oof. I never get it outside of America or Mexico. That's hmm. interesting because I, I mean, it's not. It's hard to find good because I've, I've made that mistake. Be that much of a yeah. challenge. I've been josing for it, like in Europe, and I'm like, ah, I'm in Germany. Yeah, it's, I've been gone for weeks. I, I need a fix. Give me, and it is awful. We have it's the tacos. So you don't know what uh, you know what's the tacos. <laughs> we, have a, we have ways of making you eat it. <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's so hard. To, I just tried to say in. burrito in a German accent, yeah. and it literally doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they try though. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's bland. It's it's almost like high school cafeteria Mexican. Mm. You know, it's just oh, it's you like can't like get a, the right spices and the right peppers, and like plus we're so spoiled with it here, especially in California. And oh yeah, you can stumble into bad Mexican food here, but yeah, Chicago was easy. Even New York. Was, is a little more work mm-hmm. but yeah. um, anywhere out west it's, you can find it it's great yeah, yeah um, Chicago uh, so here's another fun fact um, I'm full of fun facts goat's the most consumed yeah. mm-hmm. uh, let's just call them facts the yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll let the listeners decide yeah. <laughs> another, <laughs> fun they are. another one I love is that uh, Reno is west of Los Angeles that's one of my favorite things because no, no one believes in you you look at a map and you go ah, son of a bitch it is <laughs> you uh, told me that before but, uh, and I've uh, looked it up before <laughs> I still don't believe it okay. but no, the I'll other thing it. I was going to say is that um, in terms of percentage of the population Illinois has a larger Mexican population than California Oh, in percentage, yeah. Chicago's yeah. Oh. number two after L.A., I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I've um, heard that before, yeah. Yeah, obviously. I had no that's idea. Sure, that's why we had bigger. great Mexican restaurants in Chicago mm-hmm. that was growing yeah. up there. Yeah, that's, I mean, where we, where, where Tyler and I lived in Chicago, there were at least three taquerias in walking distance, and they were all good. Oh, those giant burritos as big as your head? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. So the guess, tamale lady will save your life oh. at four in the morning. <laughs> I miss those. I miss those. I miss that and the Greek diners that were open 24-7. Yeah. With the menu that was like mm-hmm. a book. Yeah. Just like, and you can order anything. It's like, well, clearly, they must do all of these well. <laughs> 
Yeah, I of mean, course. Yeah. It wouldn't be on the menu if they hadn't perfected it. Of course, it, right? And it's always there. Like five in the morning, I went lobster and waffles. And they're like, oh, the number 87. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that reminds me, like, I, I normally, because I love Los Angeles so much, it's my adopted home and everything. And normally when... New Yorkers are like, oh, you can't get good pizza or bagels here. I'm like, shut up. You know, yeah, there's you plenty can. of good food. Yeah. But I will say, I feel like I've lived in Los Angeles for 13 years after living in Chicago for four years. I feel like I've never had a great gyro here. No, I haven't. I haven't either. It's really. hard to find. Whereas yeah. pizza like, takes work. Like Mexican food here, you can walk into Anywhere. any place any in Chicago place. and get a great gyro. Oh, yeah. 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 I miss the Greek food. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. Mm. So good. I don't like any of this food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super taster, whatever you're... Okay, well, super mouth. Go, since we're just the food podcast now, I wanted to bring something up with, with ice cream and why, why, why there is this... Uh, there are multiple formats, chain restaurants, of, like, performative ice cream, right? Performative? What so the hell do you like, mean? Like Cold Stone. Cold Stone where they're oh, like... Oh, got it, got it. Oh, and yeah. There's a, yeah. In front of you. There's a place... Hibachi Grill ice place, cream, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a place near me in uh, in North Hollywood called Chill Rolls. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing where they have a, like, uh, a, 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 like a blast cooler, like, metal plate on the counter. I've heard of this. They but dump, yes. like, the milk... They dump, like, the deconstructed ice cream onto the thing, and then it turns into ice cream in front of you, and then <laughs> they flatten it, and then they take like a like yeah. a, a chisel, like a chisel or like a like a window scraper type of thing. Yeah. Uh, for those of us who lived in Chicago, <laughs> yeah. um, and roll it up into little rolls and put it in a bowl. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> like at the end, you just have ice cream that's like a little frosty, but it's like. Does it taste good? I mean, it's ice cream. It's okay. It tastes, okay. It great. Yeah, but like right. Dippin' Dots is ice cream, and Dippin' Dots is bullshit. So. <laughs> I've never had it. <laughs> I've yeah. seen it everywhere, but it, it's what is yeah. it? It's it's just like little tiny. It's cold, right? Yeah, it's like not cold enough, but it's also like <laughs> all the balls are so small that they. It's very bland. There's very, he would probably love it. Um, there's like yeah. no. There's like barely, barely any flavor at all. They only have a couple of things, and their whole thing is it's the ice cream of the future, and it's like no. Oh, if that's the future. I don't want. I don't want to yeah. get old. It's garbage. It's garbage. I hate it. I hate um, it. So this is tasty, though. It is my okay. one. The one thing that I kind of was uh, honestly a little charmed by, but uh, fake annoyed by, is that. Um, so you you know you make, place your order they give it your name so my wife's name is Natalie mm-hmm. and the guy who was making her thing took like her the caramel like sauce that was part of her thing and like wrote her name on the thing with like a little heart over the eye oh, you know okay. and then and I was like all right quit, make, <laughs> quit using your ice cream moves on my wife <laughs> but lo and behold the next day you're practicing with caramel caramel at home I think yeah. I was honestly just yeah. jealous that the I and David didn't get a little heart over <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler, do you like dipping dots? That's what we were talking about while you um, were. Tyler was gone. Everybody. The ice cream yeah. of the future. Uh, <laughs> people, yeah, I guess it still is because uh, we haven't fully yeah. adopted it yet. The future has not well, arrived. Yeah, who hates dipping dots? No. Who's that? Sean Spicer. Do you remember this? No. It's the only thing that I like about him. (laughs) Yeah. People, whenever someone is famous, everyone goes to their Twitter. Mm -hmm. And so he had like multiple tweets over years about like, Dippin' Dots is not the ice cream of the future. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I kind of like that. I kind of like. I kind of wonder if like he, he kind of worked his way into politics so that he could like try to make a change from yeah. the inside. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't dislike Dippin' Dots. I, I would never go out of my way to have them. Okay. No, because you're, you're at a carnival. You got nothing else. You're, yeah. You're, and I, you know, I love carnivals. Every of time course. I can go, I, I will. Love carnival. Um, but it's one of those things that like there's a novelty to them, and then you eat them, and it's like, oh, right. Yeah, it's yeah, just was... ice cream in a weird form. Yeah. <laughs> when I used to work, we're a movie podcast. When I used to work at the ArcLight, which is a movie theater, oh. uh, at the now there's 18 million of them. But uh, when I worked there, it was just the ArcLight. Um, and we had the what's the like Nestle's ripoff? I think they're called like dibs. What? Are they? It's, oh, yeah, it's dibs and dabs, but it's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw, it's, it seems so strange to me to be buying like a cold dessert to take into a movie theater, right? It doesn't seem like movie theater food. Yeah, I want my snacks room temperature, sure. I think, yeah. at a movie theater. Or yeah. a little, little warm. A little warm. A little, yeah. warm. Hot dog or, a little yeah. warm. I don't do a hot dog at the movies. I feel like no. movies is snacks only. That's yeah, true. It's not a, and a hot dog to me is a meal. Yeah. What was the craziest thing that. you saw somebody try to bring into the theater? I had friends who used to bring in beers. I mean, this was when I was a teenager and stuff, but I mean, we used to bring in anything we could get. Yeah. Garbage bags. The, the Arclight chips. <laughs> the Arclight, especially when it was a little bit newer, um, definitely caters to an entitled Los right. Angeles audience. You were at the budget. Oh. Uh, so there were definitely a lot of people who would just walk in with full pizzas or with their, <laughs> or with their dogs in their purse. That, like, yeah. Full pizza. Yeah. I love the, that confidence I will never have. <laughs> right? oh, That's kind horrible. of admirable, actually. Yeah. You're like, you know what? Uh, your ticket's free. I yeah. appreciate it. Just, uh, just hang out in front of the lobby. Do you want my seat? That's fine. <laughs> my, my favorite story about, or I, I have plenty of stories, but I only worked for three months and plenty of celebrities came in, but my, I guess, food-ish or concessions related one is that uh, Dwight Yoakam likes a lot of ice. <laughs> so much so that he was like leaning over the counter watching me fill the cup of ice to make sure there was enough ice. And he was like, a little more ice. Uh, he definitely snuck booze in. That's oh, that's tells me that that's for sure I, he had a flask with him. a twist of lemon player in there and uh, an umbrella straw just a splash of coke just put it just on a little the splash yeah. yeah and vermouth if you have it back yeah. <laughs> oh my god I had a guy vaping yeah in, uh, oh boy. in a theater in uh. Florida last year when I went with my family it was not I couldn't believe it I was <sighs> It's not smoke. It's, 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 oh, come on. It's, it's You're blowing a haze in, yeah. the, in the theater. It's distracting. Get that out is of definitely here. a thing that I've seen. Uh, so along with the various texting, weird teaching jobs. Well, that goes with that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, but like along with the weird random teaching jobs I have right now, I still drive for Lyft every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a strict like no smoking policy. But like, oh, people have no problem vaping. No, oh, yeah. You can vape anywhere, like, bro. Like. <laughs> But that's the thing. I don't know enough about vaping to tell them not to do it. I don't. What is vaping? I know it's vapor. Yeah, right. It's, vapor. I don't know. I've never. It's oil that uses water vapor to create the smoke. So okay. I think. I think. I think this is what it is. It's kind of more steam than it is. Yeah. Smoke. Okay. Yeah. It's more right. steam than smoke. Yeah. Is yeah. and it's apricot flavored. Mm. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. that in your car. For the yeah. The is kids it? love it, Aww. which is. Uh, <laughs> Great for their generation. Yeah, so is bad. it something that people use to quit smoking, or is it just no? You're still getting that. you're still getting nicotine, yeah, uh, which, which is the danger. You can do non nicotine versions. Okay, yeah, because yeah, there's a guy that I 
uh, I, 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 do, I do bar trivia every Sunday night, and there's a guy who's on another team. We're friendly rivals. He's also a smoker, like I am. Unfortunately, sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would Can you leave? smoke together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were vaping is, uh, right now? This entire show is so passive-aggressive. <laughs> anyway, this guy is currently vaping to quit smoking, and he's, mm-hmm. like, reduced... You can control how much nicotine i guess he's reducing got it nicotine what is weed too like there are a lot of weed vapes are really big too those are sure. kind of the two big big ones yeah. yeah i have a my friend jeff started vaping as a joke and then he legitimately <laughs> got, got addicted to it and he had to wean himself off of the nicotine because he thought it was fu- he was he's like it's so douchey i'm just gonna do it as a joke and then he just like was like ah, really jonesing for my vape <laughs> it's like that's what you get it's like oh shit i'm a douchebag yeah yeah, it's just a long it. joke. Maybe it's just yeah. a long, intricate joke that there's a payoff somewhere yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah, that's like get the, joke, it? the joke was. <laughs> I'm addicted. <laughs> like, uh, he commits that guy. There's social commentary yeah. in this joke. I feel like about ten years ago I started pronouncing greasy as greasy as a joke, and now that's how I pronounce greasy. Mm. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, Check cause the tapes because I've known you for almost twenty years now, uh-huh. and I can't put my finger exactly on when you started saying greasy or why i started saying it so or often. why yeah and it just is. and when, when you started talking about that movie that came out like two years ago the the greasy strangler the greasy strangler and i was like oh <laughs> son of a bitch like you don't like the movie and i don't like you talking about it for that exact reason can you ever go back uh sure probably are you ever going to? No. All right. <laughs> Fine. Those uh, battleship heads out there listening for 600 episodes, but they could find the exact moment when right. the change happened. Yeah. <laughs> sure. He does say the word every episode. It's very strange. Yeah. It's odd to describe earbuds as greasy, but that's, you know. Uh, so, okay. We, okay. We need to talk about movies, kind Do of. We? Not really. Okay. Uh, but I had something I, I wanted to ask you. Yes. Because I was going to talk about weed more. Question here. <laughs> uh, there was big uh, Superman news today. There was big Superman news. So Henry, oh, Henry Cavill? Cavill. Cavill is out. That's right. By his own hand or? I don't know. I have heard that he was rem- that he was removed, but I also heard that he quit. I could yeah. see either Who's one. We are <laughs> yeah. Yeah. stronger. Yeah, that's yeah. True. <laughs> I could see either one being the case. Uh, Mike, for a while, you and Pat Francis were our we, DC. We talked about the super, first about Superman one he did. And right? Batman versus Superman, I believe. Uh, we did not talk about oh, Justice yeah, League. I did not like that one. Yeah, no. Well, Nobody liked that. They're all bad. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all, all bad. They're not good. <laughs> Is that why they're just, they're just failing and they're going to shake up the whole DC I think it's, universe? I think Except that, for Wonder Woman. Except for Wonder Woman. That right. She stays. I think yeah. Aquaman might be fun. <laughs> it I, looks yeah, really bad, but it might be like a fun bad. I am keeping my hopes up for yeah. Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa, right? Yeah. Is that his yeah. name? And mm-hmm. I like uh, James Wan. James Wan. Yeah. yeah, it's got Nicole Just, Kidman. You can't go wrong with Nicole Kidman. That poster with all those sharks in the water around him is so stupid that yeah. I like <laughs> feel like there yeah. might be something there. <laughs> it could be good, not in a Wonder Woman, Black Panther type yeah. of good. It could be good in just pure schlock. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Just, it's like, oh, this is so <laughs> dumb. I can't wait. Uh, so yeah, that one could could come along, but I think they just, you know, I mean, we talked we talked about it years ago when they did mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman. It's like, so wait a minute, the second film in your DC universe is these two guys, one of whom you are reintroducing, which is Batman it, with yeah. a different actor, not Christian Bale. Like, 
the fifth, seventh actor, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, so rather than give us an entire movie to get to know this new Batman, you're going to throw him in at the same time that you are also bringing in Lex Luthor, Doomsday, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Like, how did anybody think this was a good idea? And sure enough, and the movies make a ton of money, but there's always a yeah. huge drop off after the first weekend. Yeah. And so, yeah, it could be that DC wants to shake it up. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that Henry Cavill's like, I think I've had enough. Yeah. I think yeah. this is. You know, it's Superman himself is just so limiting. He's yeah. a boring character. Yeah. yeah, boring. It's hard to make. There's that no compelling. dark side to the guy. There's no. He yeah. has. A, he can do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and only a little rock. And yeah. Did you see? Did you see Justice League? No. I. Yeah. No. I, why? I, why I, would you? I'm out. Um, I checked out. I'm here for a limited amount yeah. of time. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I saw Dippin' Dots, and I had. To, yeah. I, I was on my way in. I went. Nope. Dippin' Dots. Justice League yeah. loves nope. Dippin' Dots. <laughs> <laughs> they do eat it a lot in that movie. That's yeah. weird. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a, a moment where there like the the league has gotten together. Superman is dead. We all know he's going to come back though mm-hmm. uh, and so the league is fighting this uh, this galactic enemy and then Superman and they're like holding their own but they're not doing great and then Superman comes back mm-hmm. and just destroys this enemy yes. and it's like yeah, yeah there's really not much he need, need for the league <laughs> yeah you know he can kill anything he can <laughs> do anything he can uh, yeah there's nowhere to go there's nowhere to go yeah and it's Michael B. Jordan now right that's the, the there has been the talk rumor. that Michael B. Jordan will take over it's but part of me is just like, who, okay. who gives a shit? He, I would like to see He's, him do way more interesting stuff than that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember, uh, I think it was for Batman v Superman. Like, any time they were announcing something like, oh, uh, Jeremy Irons is going to be Alfred. I was like, hey, that's, oh, wait, right. I forgot Zack Snyder's still directing it. Yeah. So any good news is ultimately, hey, watch somebody ruin this. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, hey. J.K. Simmons is going to play Commissioner Gordon. That's ex- oh right, so, uh, Zack yeah. Snyder. I forgot. Did That's they, another thing ruined. That, the Jeremy Irons, Irons thing gives me another uh, a very personal fun fact. <laughs> I share a birthday with the best Batman, Adam West, and the worst Alfred, <laughs> Jeremy Irons. <laughs> wow. I, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm assuming it's. I will say he is a very good Alfred. Okay. Like it's, uh, but, but yeah, anyway, it's, it's fun <laughs> that I shared the birthday with Adam West and Jeremy Irons. I feel like That's you missed fun. the fun part. Wow. 600 episodes is the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what, David? <laughs> Did they paint abs on Jeremy Iron in that episode, in that movie? It's like, that's the Zack Snyder. Just right. like, can we yeah. get a cut, Alfred, please? <laughs> his, his character is very scarfy. He's got a lot of scarves and stuff. Huh. It's very strange. Mm. It's not the Alfred I think of, but they, but he brings a lot of weight to the, to the role. Not that it matters though. When was Michael Caine Alfred? I don't uh, even know when. 2005 to 2012. For what? For who? For the, the Nolan. Oh, okay. Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, the yes. Christian Bale Batman movies. I didn't, I, I only saw the first couple and then I started watching them. The third one is a mess. Yeah. I just like, I want my superhero movies to be fun. Yeah. That just bummed me out. I don't, I don't mind a, a bummer superhero movie. Um, yeah. I guess it's just like, to, I'm not gonna, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like the Clooney, Mr. Mood. Freeze uh, <laughs> one. Was that Clooney or was that's that Val Kilmer? Batman and Robin, baby. I yeah, have more so puns bad. per minute than any other Batman movie. <laughs> that's true. Schwarzenegger's best role. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, uh, we, cool that's, we're, not, we're not supposed to, <laughs> Come on, it's fun. we're supposed to say Inuits, right? Like, 
Inuit. Oh, oh, so I got corrected on that too. Oh, you did. Okay. I said uh, Eskimo was not. I said don't uh, say Eskimo, say Inuit. But uh, more, more than one person reached out and said, well, referring to all Native Alaskans as Inuit is like referring to all Native Americans as Cherokee or whatever. Inuit okay. is just one. Oh, so is, is Eskimo what so I can I think, say? No, I think Native Alaskan is the oh boy, uh, right. probably the safest. Okay. Nomenclature. That's, a, that's a lot more syllables. Um, oh, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> <laughs> really nothing, actually. Um, I, you know what? Say Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm kidding. That was, yeah. was a long way to go for me to say that like, Native Alaskans saw Batman and Robin, so like, all right, that's enough ice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, it's... Uh, I do think that... And I, and I think that... Uh, I don't... I don't want people to think I'm some kind of like Marvel fanboy because I don't like all of their movies, but I do yeah. think they, they found the line to walk mm-hmm. where they're not overly goofy. There are moments of, of extreme seriousness yeah. and, and a lot of weight and that sort of thing, but they don't go too far in that direction either. Totally. And it just, it works very well for me. But something mm-hmm. like Iron Man, do you think that's all this Robert Downey Jr.? I mean, there's gotta be, John Favreau. John Favreau is a big part, and right. he, you know, yeah. he came out of comedy mostly, yeah. uh, like mm-hmm. in the '90s. So I think he, him working with Robert Downey Jr. I think that's what what found it. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting. I, something that I've thought of is if somebody else had directed Iron Man and had struck a different tone. Yeah. There might not be a Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. It all, yeah, absolutely. Like that set the tone. And the same year, uh, The Incredible Hulk came out and was n- and did not strike that tone. Mm-hmm. And so that one got kind of pr- brushed aside. I think Ruffalo's okay with it. He's like, yeah, uh, I think he's I'm fine. Be fine. I'm just gonna show up and do my thing and get out. I'm fine. <laughs> but it's, uh, but yeah, and so I think uh, Iron Man did well, mm-hmm. and then. Then they did Iron Man 2. So, like, they had two Iron Mans well-established before Thor, before Captain America, like, any of this stuff. So, it really did hinge on that movie, which is, Mm -hmm. when I think back on it, it's like, it's, there's a reason that the character of Iron Man, like, is the, is the heart of the Mm -hmm. uh, MCU, but then also just the tone of of that film dictated what it was going to be for the next 10 years. Absolutely. And the number of directors that have gotten it right, I think, is, uh... I don't know. Pretty, pretty admirable. It remains to be seen. They're going to bring James Gunn, Gunn back. I think they probably will. But you think they to. will? I think they will. I don't think they will. There's been such fan outcry. I mean, I kind of feel like it wasn't. I think it was because of money. I don't think it was actually because of the Twitter. Because he's like an AP and all that stuff. Because he Guardians also marks the comedic shift more. I feel That's like. True, yeah. in the, and I feel like he he shaped that tone that they've all kind of taken like all of their action sequences from guardian on like are slapstick and elements more mm-hmm. more than pre and i just feel like he like was getting too much control this is my conspiracy theory i think that he was like because i think he's like an ep he became too expensive i think it was like we can't have all of these guys okay so this theory of yours we are now just going to say that it's an exclusive to battleship pretension yeah, but it's yeah. actually true yeah but look i like no marvel director has made three Marvel, like That's John Trapper made two Iron mm-hmm. Man, Iron Man's, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Iron Man. <laughs> Josh yeah. made two Avengers. So far, Peyton Reed has made two Ant Man's. Maybe they'll bring him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he'll <laughs> like Iron Man. It's, yeah. it's like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah Iron that's, that's like, like the old Friends bit. Why do they call him Spider Man? It's not his name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not Steve Spider Man. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah, it's like, that's, he's that's a Spider Man. Like, that, that was like Greasy. Yeah. Uh, at some point, David decided to do this, and no, well, that one is, now he's that one predates. I'll tell you exactly where the idea of like. 
I don't know what you call that, like collapsing syllables to make them like yeah. that. Because I worked with a guy, shout out to Dusty, the assistant manager at my video store when I was a manager in mm-hmm. Chicago. And he would do that all the time with words. He would refer to a clipboard as a clipboard. And that's always made me laugh. <laughs> and so uh, I fully lifted doing that sort of thing. I t- stole that from Dusty. Oh, yeah. so, well, I didn't uh, mean to interrupt there. Uh, what a fine. punchable man. punchable. <laughs> 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 um, but, like, I don't think you get... Who's the director of uh, Ragnarok? It's um, uh, Taika Waititi. Ta- 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 I don't think Taika Waititi gets hired oh, without James Gunn. Yeah, no question. Like, I think that's the direction... That's more what I'm talking about. We're feeling that that's the move that James Gunn had. Because yeah. the Thor movies were actually fairly self-serious yeah. up until that. And then I think they saw that like, all right, this galactic stuff. Yeah. If we don't hang a lantern on how silly it is. Yeah. The movie, like the first two Thor yeah. movies are not particularly popular. Yeah. They made money, of course, but pe- nobody ever would ever say that no they're like their favorite, the favorite mm-hmm. films. Ragnarok, however, people like that tone yeah. and that tone would not exist if not for totally. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's for sure. Well, and it's like Hemsworth, like he's so funny mm-hmm. that I, I remember I, the only time I've ever been to an SNL taping is the first time he hosted and he crushed it, Yeah, which is a testament also to his ability because to see him in person yeah will take your breath away um, because he did a sketch in front of our section of the audience where it was like that they have like a Dolce and Gababa sketch where it's like these two um, like I think they're porn stars that are like in witness protection but they do like perfume ads and it's like the two of them and it was him in like a speedo with like an open robe with like a, a like a fan on him and it sounded like the sketch bombed because our entire section of the audience was silent <laughs> including like Midwest dads who were just yeah. like what well, it's hard to laugh. It's hard, hard to laugh while you're masturbating. <laughs> exactly. You know, which I assume the intent. <laughs> but easy to cry. I find. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, okay. But yeah, no, yeah. that's. Uh, I remember. Was it the very first podcastathon, David, that uh, you helped with? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, oh, sorry. Is that not common knowledge? I don't know. Oh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I, I feel like. We need to establish for the listeners what the podcast is. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Podcastathon. So, our, our friends over at Never Not Funny, every uh, once a year, they'll do, uh, starting about 10 years ago, I think, uh, they do what's called Podcastathon, where they will sit and record for about. Uh, for and for a, li- a live audience for 12 hours, and then they'll bring in guests every. Uh, every 40 minutes or so and yeah. stuff like that. It's not at all where we got our idea to do the commentary marathons from. <laughs> it isn't because... <laughs> well, they're helping a charity. They're helping charity. We help us. <laughs> yeah. All right? We are we're kind, kind of, of a charity. We're kind of a charity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and so... Uh, so yeah... Uh, and Jimmy has said, uh, you've done the podcast. I've done it a couple of times, right? yeah. Did you do a podcast-a-thon? Not yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? You stick with did you see? <laughs> did you see how I did that? Uh, did yeah. you see? How I was just like, you never say no on the It's town. on the vision board. <laughs> um, but I remember uh, that that very first one. It was in a fairly small. Uh, room. I was in the audience of that one. Oh, you were oh, really? awesome. Right. Yeah. Was that at Acme? Mm-hmm. The, no, no, that was uh, that was at 
Pilar's old uh, studio. Like, oh, yeah. over there, yeah. The uh-huh. Above the... Uh, we can say where it is Above now. the 7-Eleven? Yeah. Above the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was above the 7-Eleven and next door to a home stereo store called Sound Decisions. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I didn't know you were there that I was night. in the audience, yeah. I probably... Oh, wow. uh, because my job was to walk people to the bathroom, especially uh, women, I think, because... Yeah. I don't know if you remember. It was a creepy. terrifying. And then like at 3 o'clock in the morning to walk around the roof or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 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 It was was a weird thing. So I probably walked you to the ladies' room. Well, look Uh, at this. (laughs) And here we are. Memories, Um, reunions. (laughs) It's like its own superhero origin story. (laughs) Um, But but I do remember uh, John Hamm was Uh there that day. Mm -hmm. And I remember just being like, does he literally have a twinkle in his eye? Like this guy is so strikingly attractive yeah. that like, I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily swing that way, but if he asked, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and, uh, and so, yeah, the, I, I could see Chris Hemsworth, like any, anybody that's like a star yeah. like that, uh, male or female, like when you see them, you're like, Oh mm-hmm. yes. Okay. I get it. I don't make movies, but I'll cast you in mine. I have a question. I talked about this with my boyfriend when Ragnarok came out. Kate Blanchett, uh-huh. is are you attracted to her? Yeah, at, yes. At all times or in specific stuff or probably because, at all times. Okay, because like my boyfriend was, it was really interesting because he was like, I think she's great in this movie. In other things, I would just want to be friends with her. It just like it really depended on like what she was trying to attract, and she just she's just a very that's very interesting to me about her. Is it weird that I find her really attractive in Blue Jasmine? Like she's an absolute mess, <laughs> oh, but I'm like yeah. I can yeah, I can save I can see her. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like in Lord of the Rings, I think she's very I think she's very attractive in uh, Notes on a Scandal, which is a weird mm-hmm. thing to find her attractive in, given that she's you yeah. know getting it on with a 15-year-old kid, but, you know. Well, as, okay. well, as long as we're talking about uh, movies no one saw, I thought she was attractive in Veronica Guerin. <laughs> Veronica Guerin, yes. Oh, Nobody talks about it. that. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Um, but, yeah, no, that's 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 a good question. I think she's always striking. Yeah. Um, well, because we saw Ragnarok and we saw Ocean's 8, and I was like, right. and I was like, does her and Ocean's 8 do anything for you? And he was like, no, not at all. She seems really cool. But it just, it was like, it was really interesting to me how it's like different well, I also think ways that she's presenting. Yeah. I think once you've seen Carol, she can't not be sexy. Oh, uh, well, okay. Gotcha. I didn't see Carol. That's the Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, fifties uh, lesbian movie. Oh, it's right. a very, it's a very good movie. That is the, uh, the 2015 BP winner of best picture. Oh, okay. That's a BP fun fact. <laughs> well, you're about like John Hamm or yeah. Hemsworth, because mm-hmm. uh, I used to do all these celebrity interviews over at That's CBS right. and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but every so often, somebody would come in, and I remember we had we were interviewing Idris Idris Elba. Mm. Idris Elba, yeah. And he came in, oh. and all the women in the in the office were just like, "Oh, who's here?" And just like <laughs> doing lipstick and like you know doing their hair. It's like, oh, he's coming! And they were just like ridiculous. They just couldn't. He was the nicest guy, but he just kind of with this magnetism. You just mm-hmm. like, Ooh. I could see. I'm watching The Wire now for the very first time currently. Oh, oh. Um, and it's it's. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> also, it's funny that Littlefinger, like, I know Littlefinger as Littlefinger and not as, like, the shitty oh, the character. Mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Carsetti. Aiden, Aiden Gillen. Yeah, but yeah. what's his name on? Car- uh, Car- something Carsetti. Carcetti. 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 Yeah, Carcetti. Carcetti is Carcetti, our yeah. mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, I'm even more of an OG, Aiden Gillen OG than you, because when oh. he was on The Wire, I was like, oh, that's the guy from Queer as Folk. Queer as Folk. British Queer as Folk. Interesting. With young Charlie Hunnam as well. Charlie Hunnam. Interesting. Is Elba as James Bond, is that gone now, that rumor? The rumor's been going for a while, and I do feel like there's a lot of momentum behind it. I think the one thing that people might push against is that he's a little bit older. Yeah. yeah. But so is Daniel Craig. And so I think, yeah. I think they, I think people are very much on board with it. So I, I just watched last night, the documentary on George Lazenby. It's did you see that? I did. What? A, the guy basically just BS'd his way through the entire <laughs> yeah. life. He has a life. Yeah. Oh, and he ended amazing. up as James Bond and then just <laughs> said, no, nah, I don't want to do this like, anymore. He, it's like, you, yeah. what? He seemed to realize that like, there's a really fine line between con man and actor. Um, <laughs> I can just do that. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Can I you act? Sure. It's really interesting. It's on, it's on Hulu and uh, it's, it's definitely worth watching. Becoming Bond. It's called Becoming yeah. Bond. Cool. What was that? Hulu, not a sponsor. That's right. No, it would right. be a better movie if it were on movie. <laughs> right. That's what I say. But they do these reenactments. So just, yeah. I mean, usually I hate reenactments in any documentary, but they did it kind of tongue-in-cheek and fun in a yeah. way, of kind of like drunk history type stuff. And, oh, cool. And with Josh Lawson, who I actually was in a movie with once, just, um, who doesn't look anything like him, but he's funny. You know, so he, they do little scenes, and it's basically George Lazenby just telling a story, mm-hmm. and each story is like, did that really happen? He's like, no. Yeah. Even if it didn't, yeah. it's a like, good story. It is, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's very much like drunk history, it because is, yeah. he was drunk for most of his life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and, they're, and they're interesting stories, and he does seem to have a really nice perspective on it. Like, uh-huh. he... Any anybody would look at him and like, oh, the guy that was in one James Bond movie wasn't that interesting in it, mm-hmm. and then they moved on to Roger Moore. I think anybody would look at that and, and view him as some kind of like not a loser, but he lost out, mm-hmm. and he does not have that attitude at all. It's like, <laughs> eh. He did it for the lulls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Good on you, Lazenby. And then, he, because people forget, they brought back Sean Connery for yeah. one more after that. Because after yeah. Connery was like, I'm not doing this anymore. But after Lazenby walked, which they never thought you would, they were like, we got to get Sean Connery back. Yeah. And they brought him back for... Diamonds of Forever. Terrible movie. I saw that. Have you seen that recently? <laughs> I've never seen that I was at a hotel one, somewhere. Oh, yeah. it's so bad. But <laughs> then so he bad. unofficially came back again for... Yeah, with the 80s. Never say that, never again. Yeah. That's just not... Not an official. Yeah. Uh, although, um, who was it? I guess whoever put out the Blu-ray set, MGM or Sony or whoever, got sued <laughs> because yeah. someone was like, "This says it's the complete James Bond, and it doesn't have Never Say Never Again." And someone right. was so incensed that they sued. <laughs> oh God, that person <laughs> is just ex- well, the exhausting. Is, like, the Lazy One is actually a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I, that that's, one is Honor Majesty's Secret right, Service. Yeah, that's, that's a oh yeah, tel- that one is great. One, one of the best. Telly Savalas yeah. and uh, Diana Rigg. Yeah, it's, it's it was, great. Fun fact: that was the longest James Bond movie until uh, Skyfall. Uh, I, I believe it. Skyfall is uh, pretty long. <laughs> I, I love it. I really like Skyfall, but yeah, it's it does go it I does go on. Not a Roger Moore fan, and that was a kid when I was growing up. He was Bond when I was growing up. Yeah, and he just. Just compared to the others, he's just a stuffed shirt, man. He's boring. 
in the midst of very silly movies. Yes, That's the other thing. And the movie, so, yeah. the scripts got worse and yeah. worse and worse. Although, Spy Who Loved Me was probably the best one, I think. He did. That's the one, uh, that's the first appearance of Jaws, correct? Might have been. R- the Richard Keel character, uh, mm-hmm. who they brought back for Moonraker, which Terrible. is so horrible. Oh, so bad. Like, clearly everything about that was like, all right, space is a big thing yeah, right Star now. Wars, Star yeah. Wars, Alien, Close Encounters, Third Kind. <laughs> How can we do this with James Bond? I think that's the first Bond movie I saw was Moonraker. <laughs> oh, what an like, awful way to go into I'm good. it. <laughs> Although I do like when the pe- the paunchy Pierce Brosnan one. The one where it's like his last Dying one where he just was like, I'm not working out. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just let the suits out a little bit. He's got a he's, beard. He's like a little jowly. Yeah, yeah, I really like, I like, I like that because I like that he was like, what are you going to do? Get rid of me. I got one more. Yeah. Give me the paycheck. Bye. Is that the one with Christmas Jones, the scientist? That's uh, the world is not enough. Okay. Right. Denise yeah. Richards played. Yeah. Christmas. Oh, Jones. Those uh, are so bad. That yeah. name is, I mean, they're always the name. <laughs> that, that is Robert Carlyle is the bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The guy who like can't feel pain. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I like, um, I like, I like that only because it made, um, Oh, what's the him and Greg Kinnear where he's the hitman that has the, the matador, the matador, which, which is a good movie. Very good movie yeah. that he, he did as a as his like palate cleanser after the bonds and it made oh. me laugh because he was just like yeah i get it i'm not james bond anymore i'm gonna be a hitman that has like a mental breakdown <laughs> and greg kinnear will help me get over it. <laughs> it's a great movie it is, it is there's really another good. guy when he when he enters the room everybody goes Ooh, who's oh, that guy he, know, he could be anybody but he walked in and you're like Ooh, that, that's a star right there yeah i, I believe he it was my, like age-wise pierce brosnan was my introduction to bond, yeah. You know, Who, who's ever bond when you're ten? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's basically. And also because, <laughs> yeah. What, what, so, uh, Goldeneye is what ninety five. Ninety five. Mm-hmm. Was the last Dalton one was eighty nine? Maybe. Uh, yeah, it was, it was I don't like, think he made anything in the nineties. Okay, no, no. So eighty seven, eighty nine. I think yeah. were those his so two. Yeah. What I'm saying now to us as adults now, six years movie, a movie that came out six years ago still feels fresh to me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I'm you know, 12 years old in 95 and there hasn't yeah. been a Bond movie since I was six. It feels like, Oh, they're bringing back Bond. Like it feels like it's been yeah. going forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Pierce Brosnan was a huge deal mm-hmm. and it didn't hurt that GoldenEye is, I think still one of the best Bond movies. It is, yeah, it is really good. Mm-hmm. And it's the same director that uh, came back for Casino Royale. Yep. Uh, and just, a uh, what happened? Martin Campbell. Martin Campbell. That's right. Uh, very, uh, very good action director. And, uh, my, my, yeah, you liked his last movie, the foreigner. With Jackie oh, Chan, it's, it's fine. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is <laughs> Pierce really Brosnan. good in it. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's a it's a fine movie. It's not amazing, but uh, but yeah. See, my dad and older brother liked James Bond, so I I first associate. Uh, Timothy Dalton with James Bond. So, Dalton? Yeah. Wow. Because, huh. you know, I I, admittedly, I was only like six or seven. Yeah. But I was I would watch the movies with my dad and brother. So Dalton, I never got a fair shake out of either because yeah. he was, I didn't mind him, but the movies were so bad. The direction was terrible. Yeah. The look of them, if you look at them now, they almost look like they were shot on video. Hmm. Go they look might, at them now. They, they might have been. They might have been because they look <laughs> terrible. Eighties. It's almost like a dynasty episode. <laughs> it looks so bad, and he just like got saddled like, with terrible scripts, terrible yeah. direction, terrible. I, I he didn't like they were trying, trying to keep up with eighties action and make Bond like a little harder edged, but then it yeah. still had all the crazy like yeah. They're trying to do cars and shit. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah, because yeah, the Roger Moore stuff. He was just like telling jokes, the horrible <laughs> one liners, and just. Yeah. Awful. So here's a guy who could finally, you know, actually look like you could fight. Yeah. Roger Moore yeah. couldn't even do that. I mean, <laughs> he was like a 70 year old man. Yeah. But yeah. He just got 
a raw deal, I think. But. Um, it's interesting to me because I feel like the Kingsman have like picked up like, the mantle of like the sure. ridiculous spy movie in a way that like I, I haven't watched a lot of the Daniel Craig stuff, but I feel like it got too serious where I was like, I don't want to see like torture yeah. and pun movies. I want like a pun. And a suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a martini. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, again, like I was saying with the, the Dalton ones being reactive, like Daniel Craig came along after Jason Bourne. It mm-hmm. was like sure. Jason Bourne is Bond. And now, yeah, the Kingsman movies. I didn't see the second one. I liked the first one kind of despite myself. Even though yeah. I, like, I was like, oh, morally, I cannot stand by almost any of this. But <laughs> kind of having a good time. Yeah. It's, it's a trip. Uh, Sophia Batella is in it, the the mummy and my oh your uh, best friend from the my flight. best friend from the um, yeah, yeah, yeah you got the tight now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one's very fun Julianne Moore is a good villain in it yeah yeah I really I like her that. yeah she's very fun in it but isn't there there's a whole plot line about Eggsy having to like finger a girl at a at a music yeah. festival yes like there is like, he feels bad about things. it though <laughs> so I, I've had this described to me it's so crazy yeah. So apparently, because I saw the first one, did I see the first? Yeah, King yeah, yeah, yeah. So the terrible, terrible anal sex joke that it ends on. Yeah. Apparently, the, the franchise decided to make them a couple. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is, I guess that's good. Like, so it's sweet, David. <laughs> yeah. So it jokes about it. Like the whole thing is he saves the world, so he gets to have anal sex with this woman. <laughs> but I guess and she's into it because yeah. yeah. she sticks around. Consensual. Yeah. yeah. Don't so kink shame the princess. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. She's a princess. That's true. And so the second one, my understanding is they're a couple now. Yes. But then. For spy reasons, mm-hmm. he has to finger a girl to get like a tracking device yes. into inside her body. It has and to they, go into a mucous membrane. And oh. So there's a whole <laughs> yes. relationship storyline. Like they have a phone call and they get into a fight about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a phone call fight. It's great. All right, that's actually, <laughs> it's actually not a terrible plot line. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's 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 a very fun. There's a cameo in it that will kill you too. It's it's a really really a fun okay. movie. Yeah, we'll have to see that. And the new Deadpool, I haven't seen. It's, uh, I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Me too. Like, yeah, because the first one I thought was pretty good, mm-hmm. but with the second one, it's like uh, the meta thing mixed with a sequel. Like the, I, I feel like it's going to be too much. But I think they by bringing yeah. in Josh Brolin, which is mm-hmm. always a good idea. I think in general, yeah, brings a lot of weight to to his characters. Um, by bringing in that character, it kind of grounded everything and allowed Deadpool to go all these crazy ass places. I got like a little misty during it at a couple of parts. I was a like, a little bit. Deadpool's going to make me cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure the filmmaker would laugh hysterically at the idea of anyone crying in Deadpool. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And there is, so there's a, there's a, they they did everything they could to like hide the appearance of this character, but everybody knows that this character Juggernaut mm-hmm. uh, shows up mm-hmm. and you know, I grew up reading X-Men comics and Juggernaut was like one of my favorite villains. And yeah. so they, they hint at him and I was like, is it Juggernaut? I feel like I would have known. And mm-hmm. then, then he realized, I realized like, oh no, they actively tried to keep it a secret. Yeah. Uh, and then when he finally does show up and they do him right as yeah. opposed to the 2006 X-Men with Vinnie Jones, which does not go well. Um, <laughs> and I was, I was at a critic screening yeah. and I didn't, make a noise <laughs> when I saw Juggernaut, but I, d- I did do this. Uh, this is just for the people in the room. Not Dave because he's looking at his phone. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I went, 
<laughs> oh boy! And, and then and in that moment, I was like, "You are thirty six, man. Like, what's what's wrong with that? Look, yes, it's Juggernaut. How exciting! He's a CGI character completely. Why are you this excited? But I was. I couldn't help it. Pulled him off right, though. Yeah, and I think it speaks. And I think it speaks to to how well the film was doing that. I was that engrossed in it that I was yeah. excited to see this character. And then j- the first thing Juggernaut does is rip Deadpool in half, yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. So I didn't see, I haven't seen either Deadpool movie. Oh, okay. I didn't know about all this. Yeah. You didn't um, see either one. You didn't see the first one. No, I didn't. Um, this is a movie podcast. Yeah, hey, I see on. a lot of movies. Then they don't all have Ryan Reynolds in them. Um, You're incorrect. Most of them do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did want, I, do, I, I wanted to see Deadpool too, because of the director, David Leach or Leach, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you say his name, because, he directed Atomic Blonde, which is awesome, mm-hmm. and he essentially uncredited co-directed John Wick, one of the greatest movies of yes. all time. Yes, <laughs> um, hell yeah! So, how excited are we about? We're only six months away now from John Wick Chapter Three. I can't wait. Out. I can't wait either. Uh, his poor knees. <laughs> like, I just love an action hero that just looks like his shins are going to hurt tomorrow. Uh-huh. That's like every scene. I'm just like, why are you wearing the wrong shoes? You're running in the wrong shoes. <laughs> yeah. He just is out of breath at all times. I love but in it. In this world, you got to look good. Yeah. You can't. Oh. Yeah. You, you you dress for the. Uh, contract killing you want not the contract killing you have <laughs> in the world of John Wick Keanu can do uh, no wrong in my opinion so yeah. Yeah. oh yeah how, how is it, are you looking forward to Destination Wedding yes uh, yeah another, anything uh, that he does I don't care I love Keanu is there a new Bill and Ted uh, is there going to be a new Bill and Ted there's supposed to be yeah the rumored thing yeah. I, heard, I did hear that there's supposed to be but then like it wasn't going to happen and it was going to happen so it's back and forth but I'm I can't wait for it it's going to be called Bill and Ted Face the Music yeah and the premise of the movie is that they know they've been told and they've seen the future where they you know wrote this music that changed the entire world mm-hmm. and now they're it's now and they're 50 and it, it hasn't happened yet that's the premise of the movie oh. that sounds so cool to me I love that <laughs> yeah. that sounds cool but like maybe a little sad yeah I would love it that's the, that's the thing Bill and T- I, okay, I love Bill and Ted's movies. Bill and Ted's bogus journey is such a departure in so many ways from Excellent Adventure mm-hmm. that why not make something totally different? That's what's great. I, yeah. I hate, a, generally I hate a series, even though I will defend the Hangover movies, but I hate a series where the sequel is just like, let's just do the first one again, but bigger yeah. or in a different mm-hmm. place or whatever. Normally that annoys me. Again, I'll defend the Hangover movies. Like you can defend all the Hangover movies. Uh, yeah, I will. You will. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> second one too. Yes, because <laughs> all right. Here's my defense. Okay, I haven't, I haven't tried this one out in a while. It's oh, been boy. a while. <laughs> Sorry but, to bring um, this up. It's oh, wow. Todd, <laughs> hey, we talked about your mouth, so we can, I knew what I was getting myself yeah. into in 2007. I feel like the uh, the the yeah. So the plot's stupid. The jokes are okay, but I feel like in terms of tone and visuals, I feel like that that series, that three film series represents Todd Phillips sort of becoming the director he wanted to be. And then he went and made war dogs, which was apparently terrible. I didn't see that one, but like the fact that the second movie, I kind of love the second movie is just the first movie, but grosser. And I don't mean grosser in terms of gross out comedy. I mean that it's dirtier. It's grimier. You've got like pig's blood splattered across Ed Helms face. You've got a monkey getting shot. Oh man, those pigs like, were destroyed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe that's really it reminded me of my favorite man. Um, yeah. Kingsman yeah. two squicked you out. The idea of that. That's, uh, that's interesting to me. Yeah. I think I do have, uh, I'm a, I've thought about this before. I'm okay with juvenilia mm-hmm. in terms of violence. 
to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I see. When it comes to sexual stuff, it feels too, maybe just because that's just too in the culture right now, the idea mm-hmm. that too many men aren't grown up yeah, yeah, <laughs> about, yeah. about these things. And so it feels a little... You're not grown up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> it feels a little squicky to me, I guess. Whereas okay. like, the idea of like, ah, it's fun for John Wick to shoot 85 people in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. With that. okay, fair, uh, fair, fair. Uh, I still haven't seen it, David. I didn't know that he did that. You know, <laughs> you know you've known me long enough that you know everything about both John Wick that movies. That is true. I don't really need to see more them. things about John Wick three than most people. <laughs> yeah. because, uh, I normally like am a big spoiler avoider. Not that I, I don't actually care about spoilers, mm-hmm. but I just like if I'm planning on seeing a movie, like why bother learning anything about it? I'm going to see it. John Wick three, it's like give it to me. Give me everything yeah. you can. <laughs> Give me the footage of him riding a fucking horse down a street in Manhattan. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yes. No, I yeah. Like, oh. So apparently there's a part in John Wick 3 where he rides a horse around Manhattan. Uh, As one way. does. Some, yeah, some footage came out of him riding a horse in, uh, oh, Keanu. in the city. Uh, I can't wait. Can't well, speaking wait. of March sequels, March uh-huh. this is a game my, my friends and I have done for years, usually with driving like, long trips. Uh, we were trying to come up with one comedy sequel that's better than the original. Okay. Ooh. And well, we still have not done it. Well, I that's funnier you. than the original. Well, I mean, obviously, Blues Brothers 2000. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm flipping this table over right now. No, I, mean, I got it at Target. Oh, uh, awful. I do. I don't know if these are considered out-and-out comedies, but I do actually like Bogus Journey better than Excellent Adventure. I also like Gremlins 2 better than Gremlins. Um, but a much more recent one that I actually do think the sequel is better is um, uh, Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, I think is a better movie than Neighbors. Personally. So know. here, okay, well, hang on. Here's the thing. Didn't see 2. Yeah. Here's, because by all, maybe not by all accounts, by a number of accounts, the first Neighbors wasn't that good in the first place. So like it wouldn't <laughs> no, be that A lot of people like it. I guess a lot of people like it, yeah. I think, yeah, you and I are in the minority that we didn't... I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Maybe that, maybe you've just been listening to me too much, because yeah. I was a... I just detractor. take your views and make them mine. I thought, I thought The Neighbors <laughs> was too, too juvenile, whereas uh, Neighbors 2, I think... Maybe going back to what I was saying about mm-hmm. just, just having female protagonists makes uh, makes some of that stuff a little less eye-rolling or uncomfortable, some of the like juvenile sex yeah. humor. Or yeah. Comedy is such a tough... It's... Uh, for making comedy work in film when it hits, mm-hmm. it's such lightning in a bottle that you can't recreate it. And that's why, like, no matter how much money they threw mm-hmm. at Kristen Wiig, she, they were like, do, do a sequel to Bridesmaids. Right, She's yeah. like, what, what do we, no. Yeah, yeah. we, we, we rung it out already. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. What do we, again, yeah. that's where you get into Hangover 2. It's like, what are we going to be getting married in another country? Yeah. Yeah. Or Sex in the City. We're gonna, they're going to go to Africa. Oh, that sequel. Put them in a different, <laughs> uh, right? The most painful thing. Oh. That whole show just like confuses women with magpies because it's just like they think that we just like shiny shit. And like that's the whole show is just being like, hey, do you like these shoes? Do you like this jingle jangle? Oh, come on. Come on. Put it all together. Put it, that's your life. Your whole life. It's just you and expensive shiny shit. And that's how you're fulfilled. It's okay. Anyway, that second movie is. It's, I've, have you guys seen Second City too? I've seen every episode yeah. of the series, neither of the movies. There's So there's a scene. They go to. Is it Abu Dhabi? No. Yeah, it's somewhere in the Middle East. Somewhere in the Middle East. They go to the Middle East and they're 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 exposed, so like they get chased through the city, yeah. so they get put ugly tour ugly Americans overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they get like um these women like put uh put garb over them and then like save them basically and then there's like this scene and like they pull them into this little room and then they look the like Samantha or somebody looks down and one of like the, the Muslim women is like wearing like 
a Manolo Blahnik or something. And she's just like, is that a Manolo? And then the women just like slowly take off their garb and they're wearing like Gucci and amazing clothes <laughs> underneath and just like, we are all the same. We're all the same. We like Shallow. shiny. What, what, we all love shiny. What I like about it is that it suggests that might be like, that might be the most anti-Muslim thing I've ever seen. Uh, no matter how, how many times like there are villains in action movies, like yeah. the idea that like, well, surely these women don't actually yeah. want to dress like this in any way. No. In actuality, they mm-hmm. want to be like us. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just this dumb backwards culture. Uh, and so, yeah, like, they certainly don't have any convictions. No, uh, no not at all. I swear how the, it's, the whole thing kicks off that Sarah Jessica Parker's, Parker is angry at her husband uh-huh. for buying her a birthday present or yeah. an anniversary present mm-hmm. that is a giant TV in their bedroom so they could watch movies together yep. in bed. And she's upset at that. A so TV in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, she's, and she's just upset that that's a... A TV in her, the bedroom just means that romance is over. What are we going to talk about? We're just going to watch movies and get fat. And, like, that, that's the whole thing. And it's like... Brandy's miming typing. I'm right? miming <laughs> typing, just everyone knows. But it's, it's just like, talk to your husband. <laughs> have a conversation. Don't go to the middle My East. husband wants to stay in and have spend time with me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she shouldn't have ended up with Big anyway, whatever. That's the whole thing. <laughs> but still, no comedy sequels. I haven't... Okay, you had yeah. two. Gremlins I'll give you for sure. Here's okay, so here's what I'll say is that Airplane Two, the sequel What hang on. I'm not saying it's better. It's exactly the same. No. I think it's I think it is first off, I think it's hilarious that like looking at stuff like Moonraker Moonraker, they're like, All right, well airplane's gotta go into space. space. And like and they William Shatner is in it and does a uh, great job. There's a lot of really funny visual things. I don't think it's funnier. I don't think it's less funny. I think it is basically the same. It might as well just be an extension of the first one. Like all mm. the jokes are exactly the same. The character tar- the character arcs to the degree that there are any are exactly the same. Like it's just more of that. Well, know? that's the problem. It's, with like, all the it's like Naked Gun. Like yeah, but yeah, that's where you, you know, get more the of the same. That's where you get diminishing returns from. You can't. Comedy needs that surprise. Yeah, you uh, can't do the same thing again and have it be as funny. Uh, I but know, I it's feel, been so long since I've seen Airplane 2. Maybe I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but I feel like... <laughs> yeah, no. Airplane is, Airplane is tied for me personally with Monty Python and the Holy Grail for the title of funniest movies well, ever made. And, and as you know, like I put it, I tend to put Airplane as the funniest movie ever made. Not the best comedy. I think Dr. Strangelove is the best comedy as far as filmmaking, but as okay. far as funniest, I think airplane is right up there, but like but yeah, I, I, I have all... a hard time. I have a hard time even separating airplane and airplane two. Cause I watched them a lot when I was a kid. And when you realize that like jokes in air in airplane two could just as easily have been an airplane one, like that speaks to at least a level. Yeah. Of but you're looking for them. In, I guess in, that's true. Yeah. Right, yeah. In the second one. I remember yeah. going to the second one. So excited. And then just coming out. Oh, yeah, but I remember, man, when I watched that first one, I saw it in the theater, and I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Man, it just hit me hard. Well, um, I had never seen anything like it outside of Mad Magazine, which is basically a Mad sure. Magazine yeah. come to life, because every frame of Mad Magazine had something going on and in the background. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. just three jokes per frame, and that's for sure. What it was. To speak something yeah. Tyler said about filmmaking, I think that that even saying that, what you said about Doctor Strangelove, undercuts 
some of the greatness of Airplane is because so many of the jokes are in the filmmaking. It's not just oh, no question about it's it. It's not yeah. just the words. It's yeah. that there are there are jokes that depend on the framing. The the greatest joke in the world is I think it's I think it's when Robert Stack is you think he's looking in the mirror oh. putting on his tie <laughs> and just then, like through. the dog runs yeah. through and you realize yeah. oh he's just standing, he's standing in the <laughs> yeah that's such a great joke although I, and Robert Stack again like where he takes off his sunglasses and, and there's another, another pair <laughs> and then immediately takes those off as well like, yeah. oh. and that was the other thing because there's all these traditionally serious guys yeah, and yeah. heavy actors and yeah. they were just ridiculous and so by the next one okay there's William Shatner he's gonna yeah. be funny you know, yeah. all those serious mm-hmm. guys Leslie Nielsen was a bad guy at everything he played yeah. Yeah. up yeah. until that point see um, and I think that that probably speaks to the importance of like when you see a movie like you you know you saw it in the theater at the time yeah it was a new th- a lot of it there was a novelty to a lot of it and so then the second one comes out a few years later and it's just like oh well there's not as much novelty mm-hmm. but i you know i grew up watching them on video and watching one right after another so like, yeah. like i said for me yeah they're both one long they're both movie novel yeah yeah <laughs> very much so okay so two things about airplane one another fun fact okay. <laughs> the kareem abdul jabbar part was originally supposed to be pete rose no bruce uh, jenner um well, the, okay, so I read Pete Rose because the idea, what happened was the filming got delayed by the time they were filming. It was, it was baseball season, and so they had to find a basketball player or someone who wasn't. So maybe Off at one season. point it was Pete Rose. The story, I, well, I read a, a book on Alan Carr, okay. the producer of Grease and... Um, Grease. It's Grease. Grease. Yeah. Grease. Grease. Grease, too. And they, uh, he had a deal with Bruce Jenner to do Can't Stop the Music, the Village People movie. Oh, yeah. The noted disaster that came out in 1980. But Jenner committed to it, and they wanted him to do that part. And okay. he said, well, I already committed to this thing, and they threatened, like, oh, you can't do both and so they got him for that okay. but yeah he was going to be the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar guy okay so maybe that uh, boy did he make a mistake <laughs> he was definitely in the conversation at some point yeah he, they might have offered uh, it they, yeah. they wanted some athlete um, yeah but uh, the other thing about the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's uh, his quote for his salary was the exact price of this crazy Persian rug, like it's super, <laughs> like, it's like a, like a hundred thousand dollar Persian rug. And he was like, ah, pay me enough to buy that rug. That's great. Um, I the other thing I that. My dad says you don't hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up the court for 48 minutes. He like grabs the kid and Awesome. I'll say in terms of that, I obviously I still love airplane. When I was younger, I didn't, get top secret i didn't really get what was funny oh, about it now yes. i think top secret is brilliant yeah because i saw that in the theater and it died it, yeah man it, it nobody was laughing in the mm. theater we were looking at each other because we wanted airplane mm-hmm. and it's just it's specific genre you know yeah. these old elvis movies that we weren't but really that's the thing mm-hmm. is it's and it's because but it is airplane funny. is it's not only a specific genre it's specific what's it called uh, airport um, no the one they took the screenplay from oh is, uh, um, I don't remember zero, zero hour, hour. Yeah, zero hour yeah. Yeah. whereas top secret is an Elvis movie and a spy movie it's, so it's it's a it's a it's a parody of two different genres at once oh you gotta I still love that movie I look oh, yeah. back at it now and it, yeah I see it I'll, t- I'll leave it on every time I every time it comes across the TV yeah skeet surfing that was his big <laughs> yeah. single yeah. Um, and uh, the, 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 whole dance, in it. the whole dance sequence in the pizza parlor where everyone's got the oh, yeah, swing incredibly the, uh, yeah. stretchy oh. cheese yeah 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 <laughs> and the fact that like in that movie 
they allow like there are multiple songs and they allow them to go in their entirety like the Beatles <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. like, yeah. and I think that's the thing is the reason that that works along with stuff like Blazing Saddles or anytime you're parodying a genre is that there needs to be a genuine affection for for the genre and yeah. I feel like the makers of Top, of Top Secret probably had uh, probably looked at those Elvis movies like yeah they're super cheesy you know uh, not unlike that pizza I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we still like them and and yeah. so we're not going to we're not going to truncate these songs we mm-hmm. that's part of it and so we're just going to have them be ridiculous but we are going to play them in their entirety i always get really sad thinking about um the a star is born that Elvis would have been in because of the part for the Barbra Streisand Christopherson. one. Yeah, it was she really wanted Elvis and he wanted to do it, but the Colonel wouldn't let him do he it. Yeah, great management. Yeah, <laughs> and like short, shortly after that is when he started doing drugs again, and then he was dead a couple years later. But like I think of like what that movie would have God, been. Anybody could have just his career. Well, I mean, yeah, was anybody more mismanaged than that guy? It's it's a hard. He let him get drafted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let him, the yeah. height of his career. Yeah. Signed him to like a ten picture deal. Well, twenty? How many films was that? I mean, it was he ridiculous. Made a, lot. a guy, a guy, a guy a named the year. Colonel is not going to keep you out of the army. Uh, uh, fake Colonel, stolen valor on that yeah. guy. <laughs> um, let me ask you this: This is a question that came up on the podcast recently. But I want to ask uh, our, our guests. So you mentioned a Star is Born. Yeah. Thirties, fifties, seventies. Now the twenty tens. We missed a nineties Star is Born. Who should have been cast in a nineties Star oh. is Born? Um. Well, Madonna would be too old, right? Yeah, By that Madonna time, be good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, She'd be good because Evita was around then. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, she would have been yeah. good. Yeah, Dick Tracy and Dick was ninety. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Madonna. So, like, if it were if it were like ninety two, I think it's tough because she wasn't old, but she was very, very, very well established. Like she, mm-hmm. she. Well, certainly couldn't be seen. I guess. So Barbara Streisand, so Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So who's the who's the male lead? Who's the uh, fading nineties? Yeah, fading nineties. Mickey Rourke, maybe. Mickey Can Rourke s- and Madonna. Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's too close to like them in the eighties, which sounds like the sleaziest movie in <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we needed is an, uh, an NC-17 <laughs> star is born. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom right. Cruise? Well, he would have been too young for that. Too young. Yeah, he needed yeah. a middle age. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. be on the downward slope. Walter? Who was, who was like Matt? Walter <laughs> 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 I would love I was a star. star. <laughs> well, I think you're really beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess you actually could have done... Warren Beatty and Madonna, right? Ooh, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be fun. That I would think a good one. When we talked about it on the show a few weeks ago, I think yeah. we arrived at John Travolta and Jennifer Lopez. Correct? Oh, that would have been cool too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's maybe a little bit later nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be later nineties. <laughs> yeah, um, but I do think uh, since mm-hmm. since we were talking about it, I thought like. Uh, instead of John Travolta, like a Kurt Russell, I think would have been okay. pretty good too. Yeah, Kurt Russell would be good. I'll watch so. Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell should be in every movie. There's some guys that you just don't I love him. Yeah. How do you hate? Nobody hates Kurt Russell. No, he's a great like guy. Kurt Russell and like Jeff Bridges. Those two oh. guys, they should be in everything. And Fred yeah. Ward. I think Fred Ward should oh, be in yeah. everything. Fred him. Ward's awesome. Awesome. Love Fred Ward. In 2018, that's that's the most grizzled movie. Right? Yes. Oh man, I watched that. <laughs> it's a, lot called, whis- a lot of whiskers going on there. It's just called Marbles and Whiskers. <laughs> It's a mouthful of marbles. Guardians 2. I didn't. Uh, oh, I liked him in Guardians 2. I, 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 I like him, but I, yeah. the movie I did not like. Oh, I liked I, it. I actually liked it more than the first one. I didn't I didn't like the first one that much, but the second one was so 
batshit crazy. Yeah, that, that it was. I don't know. It was. It was refreshing to me. Uh, yeah. Because as much as I talk about liking the MCU, there's a definite formula and that sort of thing, and that film certainly does not adhere mm-hmm. to any particular formula. And so I, uh, I liked it quite a bit. Pratt is the one that is my least favorite of the leads in the Marvel universe, and that movie I think for me he just like he played Quill a little bit meaner than I like. Mm. He he just didn't. Mm. I don't know if it's the right if it was him in that second one. Like I thought he was real fun in the first one. The second one he just like. Didn't do it for me. Is he the worst? Worst Chris? Yes. Okay. Who's the best Chris? <sighs> this is hard. Um, Not for me. Who's your Who's your Pine? Time? Pine. Chris Pine. It, all the way. Best Chris. It's Pine and Evans are are one and two for me. With Hemsworth right underneath of them, and then a big drop to Pratt. Like I, I Pratt, I don't even consider him with, as the, with the Chris's. Where okay. Where is why Why is Pine your? Your Chris. I think I um, I, I like that he's uh, not on social media. I guess that's a big part. Yeah. But also his like like earnest like dorkiness, like the fact the cutting to him like at the Oscars when Common performed yeah. Glory and cutting to to Chris Pine crying, mm-hmm. and I was like same same Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing at home right now. Yeah. And I was like, you are an earnest white dorky bro like me <laughs> he's the one I want to hang out with the most the, Chris Evans won a lot of points for me when he was dating Jenny Slate because yeah. like a uh, being able to date a, a female comic I think is like shows that you are a man that is like uh, you know confident in yourself yeah. and self-possessed anyway so it just to me it was like very like oh you have a lot of confidence there's more here he's a Buddhist so there's like a lot of like he loves his dogs so much <laughs> and like that goes a long way for me yeah. so he just seems like a genuinely good dude he also cannot wait to stop being Captain America <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can uh, tell he's just like please please let this end but, but, still, but he still does great work he's still amazing he's not phoning it uh, in that's no not at all no and Hemsworth loves his kids that's yes. his whole thing yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good I'm, for him. I'm going to go with Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm surprised. I mean, we mentioned him earlier. Is Christopherson off the table? Like, oh, hey, you know. did you guys see that? Um, He's number one. Uh, the uh, the Lonely Island thing. Their rejected Oscar. Uh, oh no! They, they had they had written like a musical, a comedy musical number for the past for the Oscars this past year, and so they did like fake voices and did it, you know, as if we, we got, uh-huh. uh, as if we got to make it. And the, the idea was, which is kind of funny now that the mm-hmm. Academy came up with this popular, best popular film category and then got rid of it. Uh, but it was kind oh, of, really? no, no, that, no, no, they've, they've delayed it. They've delayed it. Okay. I'm sure it's not um, going to just fade away completely. Um, but the premise of this on the end sketch was that it was all the stars. It was like Chris Hemsworth and Gal Gadot and all these, mm-hmm. the stars are the biggest thing saying how, like being sad. They weren't nominated for Oscars, but yeah. there was a part with the, with the Chris's, and it's like, uh, you know, and they reached themselves like Pat, Pratt, Pine, mm-hmm. Hemsworth, uh, Evans, Evans, and then Rock. <laughs> and Chris Rock is like, what? It's us, the five Chris. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I would have liked to have seen that get made. Yeah, that's a good sketch. Yeah. Um, my favorite comedy sequel uh, also, by the way, is uh, The Number 23, which I believe is a sequel to The Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe that that is canon. It's something that I keep in my head. That's uh, right. You're the Jim Carrey person. You yeah. love Jim Carrey. I do love him. Yes. Still? Um, yes. Yeah. Still. I He's not- nuts. He is not yeah. unflawed. He's crazy. <laughs> I never want to meet him, uh-huh. but I believe his heart's in the right place. Are you watching 
kidding or what's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Has it started yet? Uh, the uh, pilot was like a preview or something, oh, okay. but it hasn't like started, started. Pilot's interesting. Okay. I, I liked it a lot. I haven't watched it. Sounds good. Yeah. I did uh, not watch the documentary about oh. man on the moon. <laughs> David watched it and hated it. My Woo! least favorite film. I have to assume you saw it. Yeah. You hated uh, the documentary or you hated him? Cause I hear I, you walk out like hating but I felt Jim like Carrey. the documentary was on his side. I, other people have said, no, I don't think so. So maybe I'm wrong. But I thought the documentary was like, look at what a great actor Jim Carrey is. Pretend to be Andy Kaufman in front of his father. See, that's right. interesting because I didn't take my my feeling was I watched it in two parts because it was difficult to watch. Uh-huh. And the first half, he's very obnoxious. And to me, somewhere in the middle, it shifts to like he did this because he hated being Jim Carrey and to because he talked like he was going through divorce at the time and he just was so famous and there was this clip of him before he was famous at all that they show and it's just him being like I just can't wait to be famous someday and then it cuts to Jim Carrey look, like looking at the camera and just being like with the saddest face because he has like a sad old crazy face now yeah. and it's like he got everything that he wanted but he is miserable in it yeah. and to me that's that's what I took that's what I took from the documentary is that he just like is a slave to the uh, fame that he has to be at that level it's like yeah of course you're, a, that yeah. sounds like a better documentary I should and it is interesting mm-hmm. that like I mean everybody knows who Jim Carrey is but like yeah. I can't tell you the last movie he was in yeah or the certainly the last like big hit that he was in yeah Bruce yeah, Almighty how long ago was that? That was 10 years ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, okay. yeah. 2003. Uh, Mr. I mean, Popper's, Mr. Penguins. Popper's Penguins. I Popper's that. Penguins. Um, and that was after, there was fun with Dick and Jane, but Pop- Popper's right. Penguins was after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, Popper's Penguins was after that. And he, he's done stuff, but... He's like, in the second Kick-Ass, which he's yeah. very good in it. He it's is, a bad movie, but he's very good in he it. He is very good Well, he just it. had yeah. one come out where he was like a Norwegian yeah. detective. So the, he, yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Um, he's done a couple of like indie films in the last few years. Yeah, but he also just like he's like I don't want to act anymore. He doesn't. It, like, you, he has to love a project to come to it, which is what Kidding was. Where he like Kidding is all about him being this. Um, uh, like, uh, like Mr. Rogers, yeah, Mr. Again? Rogers type character, but nobody takes him seriously because he's such like a milk toast uh, personality, and he's like, but I am a man, and my wife's leaving me, and one of my like, it, this is not a spoiler because it, it's revealed very quickly early on, but like he has twin sons, and one of them was killed in a car accident, Ugh. and like the he's not allowed to process the grief on the show at all, so he's just like harboring this inside of him. So there's, there's just darkness inside of a Mr. Rogers type character, mm-hmm. but nobody takes it seriously because he's like no he's just a sweet gentle guy and I think that really appealed to to Jim in his whole like you think I just talk out of my ass, but I'm like almost 60 now. <laughs> well, well, and also I, Michelle Gondry is, is a creative force yeah. behind the show and like mm-hmm. eternal sunshine is one of one, his, one of his best films. Yeah. yeah for what sure. I want to do Brandy real quick is run yeah. down. We should probably wrap up soon, but I'm going to run down <laughs> recent Jim Carrey movies and I want you to tell me if they're good or not. Cause I'm okay. assuming you've seen them. Yes. Dark crimes is the one where he's the Norwegian. I have not been able okay. to find it. Uh, the bad batch. I didn't know he was in the bad batch. It's, oh, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a surprise. Yeah. It's a cameo. Oh, okay. He doesn't even talk. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, Dumb and Dumber Two, um, definitely not better oh, than the original. Okay. No. Not better than the original. <laughs> Funnier than you think, though. Okay. The, Fer- the Fairleys get a big pass for me for a lot of stuff because I just love those guys and like they. I really love that they like 
they just seem like they're very like blue collar directors and they're like by all accounts they're like really just good dudes who like are like I want to keep employing my friends most of their background extras are um, uh, people with disabilities and stuff because yeah. they're like hey uh, y- 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 working at McDonald's isn't going to like take care of you forever so I'm going to like get your residuals on this stuff like that's like something that like will give them a pass yeah. for me for a and, lot of stuff I keep putting Jackie Flynn in every you know other yeah. comedian <laughs> yeah. that I know like Jackie's in there Mike Burton's in there I was like what do you guys and Peter Farrelly Scott has Edward. a drama yeah. coming out this fall. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's right. With, uh, it does. Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's interesting. In which uh, <laughs> Mahershala Ali plays like a, a jazz musician or yeah, like a, he's a, yeah, yeah, uh, and and he's touring the South. And Viggo Mortensen is his chauffeur slash, I guess, bodyguard. Oh, okay. Uh, type thing. It sounds gotcha. really good. It's called Green Book. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, Gosh, that sounds good. Um, and this, I want to say, I'm, this isn't to make fun of Jim Carrey. I'm just wanting to, I just like that yeah, yeah. Randy has seen no, all these. Seen the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Better than you think. Okay. It's because uh, it's, it's like, it's very just, it's just jokes. It's just okay. jokes. And it's just jokes about music, musicians. Oh, right. He does the, uh, the Chris Angel yeah, type yeah. guy, mm-hmm. right? Oh, that's not yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anchorman 2. Yeah, he's he's part of like the he's like a small part. Kick ass too. Oh, I, yeah. I forgot he was in an episode of Thirty Rock, and mm-hmm. that was great. very fun. It's very good. That's a very funny Playing episode. It. What does he play? So, so there's a the premise of the episode <laughs> is that there's a it, that leap it, day that, mm-hmm. every, that happens every four years has this whole mythology about it where it has its own like yeah. Yeah. Santa Claus and it has its own and, yeah. and so he plays it's, Leap Dave. I guess. So it's there's there's <laughs> Leap, Leap Day William Will, is yeah. the Santa Claus. And so he is in a movie within the show that absolutely <laughs> could have existed yeah. called Leap Dave Williams. Yeah. And it's So he's playing Jim Carrey. Yeah. He's playing Jim Carrey playing playing this guy who's like oh he's a bad it's liar liar he's a bad yeah. father he's a bad husband well, it's but he's Santa Claus right yeah it's, yeah. it's all and he's but he's turning into Leap, Leap Day, Day William, William yeah uh, and like as you watch <laughs> as you watch those clips it's like they nail it and yeah. the fact that he signed on to do it knowing full well like we're basically parodying oh, my yeah. more heartwarming <laughs> films right for sure yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's great it, that, okay. that whole episode is great did you yeah. see Mr. Proverbs Penguins I did opening day Okay. <laughs> I've not missed the opening day of a Jim Carrey movie since Ace Ventura 2. Okay. It's a tradition uh, I keep for myself. Yeah, wow. not a better sequel. The no, Office, no, a definitely Christmas not. Carol. And then we've arrived mm-hmm. at what I think is the last truly great movie that he was in, and it is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I love you, Philip Morris. Yeah. That oh, it's so good. Movie. So and underrated. Yeah, I saw that one. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that movie is great because it was the first um, movie about a gay couple where they weren't apologetic about it at all, where it was just like, this is a romance. They just happened to be gay. Right, and, right, right. And there weren't all the like, oh my God, I'm gay scenes that like every other movie had to have up until that point well yeah. and there's there's so much going on in it mm-hmm. that like well we can't focus on we can't just like have it be like oh they're gay is like yeah yeah but that's there's a prison thing going yeah. like they're in prison it's a con, con, it's man. A con man movie yeah. like uh-huh. yeah we don't have time to deal with that other yeah. movies will deal with that <laughs> oh, we're just gonna have it be this who yeah. plays his ex oh it's leslie man uh-huh. right leslie oh, man. Yeah. and his Ewan McGregor. Uh, but then also the other boyfriend is Diego Luna. Is that right? No, not Diego Rodrigo Luna. Rodrigo Santoro. Yes. Oh, I get them confused. I always think of yes. him as the... Racist. Uh, from, mm-hmm. from Lost. Rodrigo Santoro from Lost. Yeah. And also um, from 300. Uh, oh, oh right. I just right. think of him from Love Actually when oh, yeah. Laura Linney doesn't pick him and they always get mad at oh. that part of the movie every time. You know like, what? Don't I, pick I, your brother. God, you idiot. He'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Live your life, girl. Come on. My least favorite part of that movie. <laughs> so, Mike, who's your Jim Carrey? My Jim Carrey? What, what actor would you go to see their, see their movies on opening day? Yeah, who gives a, who gets a pass? Who gets <laughs> for, a pass? For, for everything. Well, that's a good question. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's guys like uh, yeah, Kurt Russell and Jeff Bridges and those yeah. guys like that. I do like Clooney. I think he yeah. gets. I don't think people take him seriously as an actor, but yeah, I do he's like him fun. in most everything I see him. And Brad Pitt as well. Yeah. I think yeah. he's underrated as an actor. I'm glad that Brad Pitt has passed his pretty boy years. I think he, he his roles are always more interesting when he was like a little fucked up looking. Yeah, you know, I think he just liked just being like a weirdo. Guys like Pitt and Cruz and mm-hmm. guys like that are going to be. It's like the Paul Newman thing. Like they'll yeah. never win an Oscar until they're old. And then it'll be fight for a body of work. Mm-hmm. And Clooney actually has won an Oscar. Yeah, but for Syriana. For Syriana, for supporting actor Syriana. in 2005, nobody remembers the no. movie. His performance is very, very, very good. Yeah. yeah it's not a very good movie. But it's, think. yeah, it's, it, uh, it's, it's fine. It's, news. it's a, it's a traffic knockoff written by the, written by the guy who wrote traffic, but he also directed it. And I yeah. think that makes a difference. I didn't have an opinion on Clooney until he started popping up in the Coen brothers movies. And then I was like, yeah. Oh, this guy's got more going on than I yeah. want to give it credit for. Yeah. yeah. Fun you know, that. we've talked about, I was going to say this earlier when we were talking about neighbors, cause we've talked about now George Clooney, John Hamm, Chris Hemsworth, like these movie star type guys who it turns mm-hmm. out, Oh, they're actually really interesting and funny. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, Rose Byrne has got to be the lady mm-hmm. version of that, right? Where she's like incredibly gorgeous movie star looks mm-hmm. and is also so funny, super funny. <laughs> I, I love Neighbors her. Movies, super spy. funny. And yeah, spy. she's so funny. She's and really funny. When she, the, so the joke at the beginning with her with uh, Melissa McCarthy and Jude Law, where she tries to eat the hand towel, is hilarious. And the so payoff good. later when Rose Byrne just picks up a hand towel and eats it whole <laughs> without blinking. <laughs> Spy is the fun- Spy is the funniest of the Paul Feig, Melissa McCarthy movies. Oh yeah, by far. I, I, I like Bridesmaids. I like The Heat, but Spy is yeah, God, it's so good. Well, and so this is something that I've I've talked about on my other show, and I don't know if I brought it up on here, but uh, with a couple of. Uh, comics i thought this might be something worth discussing i know we don't have uh, a whole lot of time or we have tons of time who knows um but <laughs> oh, they uh, turned it off years ago <laughs> an hour ago they turned been recording for a while. in the middle of the ago. ice cream no discussion yeah. <laughs> we're just well, being yeah, friends we now. talked about dipping dots they, they turned off <laughs> a while ago it feels like there aren't a lot of straightforward comedies made anymore. They're almost always paired with another genre. Mm-hmm. Like it could be an action comedy or a horror comedy or whatever. Like, but like the days of just like planes, trains, and automobiles or something like that, where it's just. But that's a pretty maudlin movie that you just it, throw out there. It is, but like I or or Fish Called Wanda. But even that is a mm-hmm. heist. That's thing. a like, heist movie. Yeah, I think you're. Well, you still. I'd got say that. Hangover. I'd say Hangover is a Hangover and Bridesmaids were the, the last two big it, ones that hit. But I mean, you get stuff like Girls Trip last year. Yeah, Ke- yeah. Kevin Hart puts yeah. out one every few that's true. months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle, yeah, I didn't yeah. see Uncle Drew, but it sounds like you're just not seeing enough movies yeah. with black people in them. Tyler. That's yeah. <laughs> well, I try to avoid them if I can because I just can't understand them. No, it's. What's Will Ferrell doing these days? <laughs> that's a good question. That's actually, a very good question. Um, and that's and that's uh, probably well, true. Like, the Sherlock Holmes movie coming out? Is that Will Ferrell? Is that still happening? Uh, I feel like it was on the fall movie preview. Yeah. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. It is so they're making a funny movie. Sherlock Holmes movie. Yeah. Which sounds like okay. it could be. It could be good. It's yeah. hard to keep a run going as a comedic yeah. guy. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 yeah. hit big. Uh-huh. You get a, a nice three year or four year run there where you're, you're like the king of it, and then right. and then you have people to, move on. You, or yeah. you have to start doing serious movies. That's yeah. What happened. They want to be yep. taken seriously, or people have seen your act. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. It's exactly. That shtick becomes. Yeah. Yeah. Will Ferrell really played the same guy in 
every yeah. guy with no self-awareness is arrogant but yeah. ignorant you know well, Ricky Bobby and God I love him everybody was the same yeah. thing Anything, Anchorman yeah. it's the same guy it's just in a different and Buddy the yeah. Elf is not like self-possessed but he's definitely oblivious yeah. Yeah, to yeah. the world around him yeah um, but yeah and it's and it's sad in a lot of ways because you know he was what in his mid-30s when like all those mm-hmm. were hitting and it's like yeah, but he's still going to be acting for yeah. forty more years, and it's and he's probably never going to hit that run that he had. Like like Anchorman like Two certainly was not no. as good as the first no, one. Like Steve Carell is doing more serious thing or yeah. nuanced stuff. I mean, it's hard to go. I feel like the like comedic the, all the time. The cultural sort of like reaction to someone who was famous and isn't anymore is to for that to be sad. But I feel like. It's great. I'm like I'm super glad that Michael Bean had his mo- moment in the '80s where he was in yeah. a ton of stuff. Like, I'm sure he doesn't regret it. Like, I think comedy though is also one of those things that I think has just moved to TV more. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the film executives are more or less going, just let TV have it, where it's 800 yeah. a billion channels or the internet, and yeah. it's, they can segment it. It's hard to hit a wide net for comedy anymore well, and it's so segmented yeah well overseas box office is so big now too yeah it doesn't and sell comedy. in China I mean so explosions oh, right. sell yeah. very well yeah exactly so making one with I mean you can do a super low budget one that maybe mm-hmm. you'll hit but yeah, yeah I took a uh film marketing class while I was at uh, UCLA and it was taught by like the head of CBS films mm-hmm. and so and the very first day she's like and everything about her, like she's been in Hollywood for a while. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, all right, look, I'm going to tell you a lot of stories uh, that I don't want you repeating. <laughs> okay. All right. Until you have a podcast. <laughs> 600 well, episode. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat any of the stories, but, uh, and she goes, she goes, if you start, if I get word that these stories are out there, I'm going to have to teach a much more boring class. <laughs> so don't tell the, anybody. And it was very helpful because she, it allowed her to speak very frankly about how the industry thinks mm. and the idea of overseas box office, like dictating so much more. Yeah. Than American box office. Like there are movies that are, you know, the one I always go to is Warcraft. Warcraft did fine here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it made like $150 million its first weekend in China. Yeah. And so like that is a huge success and not because of us. Yeah. Yeah. And comedy. And yeah, comedy. Pacific Rim got a sequel out of. No, oh, no question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A comedy yeah. can only really hit here, the UK yeah. and Australia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and after that in Canada. So yeah. after that, it's, it's, it's a tough sell anywhere. Well, it's like Vin Diesel is one of the biggest movie stars of all time but like <laughs> it's Vin Diesel yeah but if you look at the world it's like the number of franchises that he is like a part of those Fast and the Furious movies I've oh. seen on every continent oh yeah every, I mean massive. young guys like cars no matter what yeah yeah. Country they're from. I, they're eating popcorn or guinea pigs. Yep. Yeah. Teenage boys will go see. Yeah, exactly. There, it is my favorite of. I, I Fast and Furious is my Star Wars. I will put that out there. Really? Yeah. I love those movies because I watched them a couple years ago, and with a couple of friends, what we did this is the way I highly recommend everybody watching them. We watched them every Wednesday for seven weeks, right before the eighth movie came out, as if it was a very high production television show. Oh. Because the world building within them, because Vin Diesel is like a like 
D&D nerd and he like loves like tertiary characters and he has all these like weird little things built in that you wouldn't realize that if you're watching the movies as they came out in theaters but if you like watch them and you couldn't like marathon them all at once because that's just too many explosions at once uh-huh. but watch them on a week to week basis it was like oh I'm just looking that's oh, Wednesday I'm looking forward to Fast and the Furious night <laughs> <laughs> appointment television yeah it's delightful they're ridiculous films now I've actually never seen a Fast and Furious movie really but I've only seen the first one yeah I've seen oh, plenty of okay. trailers so my question as somebody who yes. loves them does Vin Diesel have friends <laughs> He has family. family. He has family. He has family. He has family. So you picked up some things through. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's amazing. There's a, the Quickie Mart in a, a Echo Park that they shoot, like the, the first couple of movies take place in front of. Uh, there's a couple scenes there. There's always. The Quickie a, Mart? Yeah, well, not Quickie Mart or whatever. Uh, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Come again. There's a little crossover. Um, whatever, like the, whatever, like that, like liquor store is, there's always a souped up car outside of it. And there's always, like, a dude just, like, taking a selfie in front of it and that just makes me so happy <laughs> just like bringing up his Supra just like yeah Fast and Furious <laughs> it kills me they're ridiculous movies they just they've they're, they're, they're insane they're amazing to watch but boy do they make money around the world yeah oh, oh, it's, my it's oh, yeah. insane yeah I mean yeah that's the thing it's like Vin Diesel like in America we're like hey is that hey, sure it's Vin Diesel but ever, I mean, he's like the biggest actor maybe in the world but they keep bringing in like mm-hmm. Jason Statham's part of it now The Rock the is Rock part, is part of, of it yeah. The Rock is not okay he's not exactly talking about Dwayne Johnson Dwayne Johnson Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, Johnson. I forgot yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's not exactly Jim Carrey for me in so far as like I'll see his movies like yeah, opening yeah. weekend. But I'll probably see his movies. Like I didn't yeah. admittedly I didn't Highly see Skyscraper, watchable. but I I loved Jumanji. Jumanji was great. I liked Rampage more than I had any right to. <laughs> I didn't um, like Rampage. Skyscraper is better than Rampage. Skyscraper okay. is uh, I mean, you kind of missed your window. It's a it's a movie theater type sure. movie. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Skyscraper was a fun time. I watched season one of Ballers. I watched season one of Ballers. That's how likable that guy is. It's not a good show. I didn't enjoy it, but I watched the all of it. Changed the room. <laughs> you said that like, oh, wait, it's like, so douchey. <laughs> like you just said, like a, a relative died or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's real bad. Um, I only watched. Yeah, I, I watched the pilot of Ballers and I didn't like it, except it has a joke that my wife and I still laugh about to this, this day, uh-huh. which is the funeral hose. Do you remember there's... Because the beginning, the the prologue of the yeah. show is that one of his former or ex-players, mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's still a player, yeah. uh, a football player, get, like gets killed um, in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And so the next scene is a big funeral and there's a bunch of women who clearly just showed up they're like essentially sports groupies who yeah. showed up to meet ball players at yeah. a funeral <laughs> and a character refers to me as like I'm going to talk to these funeral hosts <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole show that is uh, the yeah. feeling of the whole thing it's ridiculous <laughs> alright well this has been fun yeah yeah um so we get another 600 episodes. Yeah, right. yeah. episodes. We'll definitely do this again. Uh, there'll be so many more John Wick movies by then. We'll be, <laughs> yes. We, I'll be, we'll be talking about watching John Wick movies every Wednesday. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. Definitely thank you guys for listening for 600 weeks. Indeed. Um, real quick, I'll just say you can find us, uh, you can find almost all 600 episodes uh, at battleshipretention.com. You can't find some of the early episodes, but if you want them, if you want the really, really shitty first uh, year, less than a year. Um, it's not quite, okay, here's what I'll say. It's not terrible. Like uh, the the qual- the sound quality isn't quite as good 
as it is now, uh, and we're not quite as uh, polished, but our instincts were still solid. Like that Madeline Kahn profile episode was episode 30. Yeah. You know, and we did one about George C. Scott. We did movies about like the suburbs, Buster Keaton. Like we still put out a fairly good BP type product. So if you donate 10 bucks and email Tyler, is that how it works? Or is there, is there a link for the first 40 episodes still? Yeah, no, they, uh, that one you can, you can actually buy it. So if you go oh, okay. on your so store, you can, you can just For 10 bucks, you yeah. can buy our first 40 episodes if you want. Yeah. Um, that would support us. Uh, but anyway, the website's there. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff there. Right now there's a bunch of my reviews from the Toronto International Film Festival, which I just came back from. Uh, and that's the website. You can email us at david at or tyler at com. You can follow me, David, on Twitter at DavyPretension. You can follow Tyler at TylerPretension. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler has, a, real quick, another podcast called More Than One Lesson. That's right. And uh, this week uh, there's just a little sort of a, a mini-sode me telling a story about... Uh, <laughs> Boba Fett. Okay. More specifically, the Boba Fett toy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. That's at more than one lesson.com. Yeah. Um, Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at uh, Funny Mike on Twitter and Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram and Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. And TravelTalesPodcast.com on Stitcher and iTunes and. Oh, it's Apple Podcast now, right? Oh, that's right. Yes. We can't yes. say iTunes anymore. Oh, I don't, I don't know anymore. You know what I mean. You know it's, what I mean. Yeah. You're listening to a podcast. You know how to find you podcasts. Know how to find yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. Travel tales. Yeah. <laughs> Brandy, where do people find you on the internet? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandazzle. Um, I've got an album on Spotify. It's also on Apple iTunes if you want to buy it. Uh, I would love <laughs> that. Um, BrandyPosa.com is my website, and I have a podcast called Lady to Lady, um, which me, Barbara Gray, and Tess Barker, and we kind of like riff and have some goofy guests on. Um, so you can listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you guys again for being here. This was a lot of fun. Thanks no. for helping us celebrate 600 episodes. Sure. Can I also say congratulations to you? Oh, yeah, that's you. a lot of episodes. It's a lot. You did something for 12 years. That's, we just, yeah. You I did mean, it well, yes. but you did it. Yeah, you and did. I think that's, you know, yeah, we just didn't tenacity. know. When, yeah, we yeah. didn't know when to quit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing about a podcast is like, all we did was not stop doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, we didn't engage in like a lot of hate speech, which would have gotten us canceled. Beyond yeah. that. Right. <laughs> but a lot of the ones that last a long time, you know, eventually the, Mm-hmm. People separate, or they That's have an argument, or whatever. The, the hosts stop talking to each other. Yeah. We're, we're still yeah. talking. That's good. Um, and the way we've kept it, the reason that Tyler and I are still talking is that. 85% of the conversations we have in life are on the podcast. <laughs> we, barely, we barely talk at this point outside that's of the true. podcast. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, maybe that's a secret. Yeah. yeah. That could be the secret of marriage. There Absolutely. Is. <laughs> marriage <laughs> podcast will become yeah. the next <laughs> realm. <laughs> that is true. Jen and I are actually going to be starting up uh, or restarting the podcast that we do uh, that we stopped like a year and a half ago. Oh, there so you go. that'll be fun. A little, uh, little hint for listeners. All right. Ooh. All right. I'll say it a third time. Thanks to you. Thanks at home for listening. We'll get you next time. Bye. Bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 